listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello there, you little juicy representations of download statistics, and welcome to episode 96 of the Gamecasters, the show that is the other option to seeking a physician for reducing an erection lasting longer than four hours after taking Viagra. <laughs> if board game content creation was represented in TV shows, everyone other than us would all collectively be the Wiggles, and we are like South Park meets Jerry Springer meets Game of Thrones meets It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We're like that scene of The Wire that is literally just the word fuck over and over again. You remember that one? Yeah. So uh, those are your choices, and there's no middle ground. You fucking fucks. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about dicks, hairy ones, long ones, short ones, sporting goods, mean people, private investigators, our friend's name, Richard, who hilariously go by... Wait, crap. I read that wrong. I mean, we're going to be... We're going to be talking about Gen Con 2022. Oh. Hairy ones, long ones, okay. short ones, sporting goods, mean people. <laughs> but seriously, the Gamecasters just got back from the best four days in gaming, and boy, do we have lots of hilarious stories about Natalie to share with you all. From Natalie running oh, around no. like a chick with her head cut off, frantically searching for her badge, yelling at me about it, where I've hidden it all the while, the entire time it's dangling like Flavor Flav's giant clock around her neck. Spoiler. To her throwing her hands up in the air while we're walking in the convention center saying, fuck, I've, lo- I've lost them. I've lost Jeff and Dave. They're gone. They're gone. They're literally nowhere to be found. Where could they be? While in actuality, they're the first two people directly in front of her, possibly two feet away at most, hearing everything she's saying about how they're just gone. What the fuck? More on that later. <laughs> yes, we had a fantastic time as usual during Gen Con. We bought too much stuff, had too little sex, randomly bumped into the measles among the crowd of 60,000, walked until our feet filed complaints with the Better Business Bureau, ran into the measles, ate island noodles every single day, met and talked with a bunch of people, handed out pins, crazily found the measles again, played games, <laughs> contracted and then saw the measles, and partook in a bunch of really fun activities, none of them sexual. We went to a place to get calzones and discovered that all drink options were quite different than what they were used to, and we had to completely guess what the flavors were. More on this later. So before we dive into everything in more detail, why don't we talk about a few games we bought and played there? Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it be cool? So cool. Jeff, talk us about the first game. Okay, let's jump right in. Let's do it. We'll jump right in. Banter jump in. out the window. Fuck you, banter. These, these motherfuckers who listen to our show and fast forward the thir- first 30 minutes. They're going to miss banter. it. You're yeah, missing, missing all the game games. Talk. <laughs> so let's talk about some games. Fuck you. Okay, first game. Designed by Prospero Hall. Hit me. Published by Funko Games. Oh, he's hitting me. Who mm-hmm. makes that those big head things. The big head ones. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. Ah. I know. That's where they've just gotten so much money off of. Oh, They yeah. use the big head Funko toys. big head Funko toys Pop. to Funko now Pop. open up a branch of their company to design board games. Funko Pop. And they're doing well. Oh, really well? Yeah. Funko's doing very well. Yeah. They, Funko not only had a booth in the hall, they also had a room outside of the hall. They had two different areas you could buy. They got a lot of money. They're killing it. Right. They got yeah. tons of money. They got all that Funko Pop money. Funko Pop. The board games is just like their side chick. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right? All right. This game, if you listen to the last episode, was the number one game on my Gen Con list oh, from episode fuck. 95. Was it really? Yep. I know. Number one. I remember. Weren't you there? I listened to you. You were there. This game is called Rear Window. Boom. Okay. Little background. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock made a movie called Rear Window. Oh. This is based on this. Okay. The main character is named L.B. Jeffries, who is one of the characters that we kind of could be the role of in the in the okay. game. Yeah. L.B. He is in a wheelchair. He is in his apartment building. And he basically, his life now is just staring out the window and spying on his neighbors. 
Okay. So he's looking at every, so imagine you're looking at an apartment building and there's all these windows and people's curtains are open or closed and you're just spying on them. Trying to see somebody naked. Why not? Yep. Just yeah. naked. That's he's got binoculars. He's legitimately about. just staring at binoculars a and he's man looking at people. after my own heart. Yeah, okay. Just looking for people banging Trying or to naked find women. Naked people. Right. Or, okay. or men. Just naked sure. People. Whatever you're into. <laughs> yes. So he's doing that and he, in this movie, okay. is convinced that this guy killed his girlfriend. Not not his own girlfriend, but the guy's girlfriend, right? So oh, like he thinks he saw somebody kill their someone, girlfriend. Yes, he thinks somebody killed their own girlfriend. God, does he know it's not Murder, his wife? Right? He knows. Know. He, well, he's a peeping Tom. It's like, he knows I, think the, I think the person in the movie is like a supermodel, and he believes that she was murdered by the guy in the apartment, and he's now trying to, as he's sitting there looking through his backers, figure all this stuff out. So that movie is like from 1950-something. But Wow, is it that old? Yeah. So yeah. this is based on this, essentially, and... I've only seen this movie once, and it was like a really long time ago when I was like in oh, high school, it. and I, I thought, heard of this yeah, movie. I was in high school, and my friend Chad maybe watched like older movies because he was like a movie person. How's Chad like, doing? Okay. I'm fine, I think. I miss that guy. Yeah, he's got a couple <laughs> kids. He's living in New York. Just yeah. like his Do wife his is like thing. this super smart lawyer, just like crushing right, things. He right. went to law school, so now he's a super smart lawyer. Damn it! And I feel inadequate when I'm around him. God damn! We have a board game podcast damn where it. we we can say fuck. Okay, well, in his face. Does he yep. have that? Yeah, what do you think about that, Chad? Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> we harmonize. Yeah. Fake fuck Chad. You. Fuck you. <laughs> Fake Chad. So. What's up, Chad? This, yeah, hey, Chad. I miss you, buddy. Um, so one person in this uh, in this game, again, this is Rear Window, takes the role of the director, okay, who is essentially playing clue cards to this window board over the course of four days. The clue cards are... The goal is to get the other people who are not the director to guess who lives in each apartment and what their hobby is. Okay. That's the game. Okay. This process is very similar to other like picture interpretation games, Mysterium, Detective Club, Dixit, that kind of stuff. They're not as fantastical as Mysterium. <laughs> That's a great adjective. Thank you. Thank you. We should We be need playing... to start using that in Mad Libs. Yeah, Mad Libs. Fantastic. That's a good fantastical. Okay. Because it's because mm-hmm. if you remember, if you've seen the Dixit cards and the Mysterium cards, they're they're kind of crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. These are are real scenarios that you would see in, in like the window home. of someone, yeah. right? So, yeah. for example, one of the first cards that Ryan played as the director in our game was this table with a shadow in the background of um, someone looks like they're kind of dancing or falling, and there was a vase that was broken on the ground, and there was maybe a cat laying on the ground, something like that. There's a bunch of different mm-hmm. stuff, yep. but it's not like set in this space world or something crazy. No. It's yes. very realistic, but you have to interpret the stuff on the cards like the Mysterium Detective Club, Dixit, like those type of games. The difference that makes this game stand out is that there is some percentage like a quarter of the time a third of the time where this game is not cooperative where there is a murderer in the building Moider, and the detec- moidera, and sorry the moidera okay and the director is working against you and you don't know that which is very cool so mm-hmm. it's almost like a secret saboteur but only one person knows. The director is the only person that knows if the game is cooperative and he's trying to help you or the game is competitive and he's trying fuck to you. beat you. He or she is trying to fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Right? Fantastically. So <laughs> I'm just going to jump into what I think. Yeah, do it. Do it. We played at the JW Marriott. Right. Yeah. I really liked this one. Okay. It was so fun. So our scenario was Ryan was the director because mm-hmm. we started out and I was like, Ryan, do you want to be the one? And he was like, yes. I did. So boom. He was the <laughs> one. He was... Well, we thought at the beginning he was on our team. Myself, Natalie, Amanda, and Wally 
yep. or the other side. Okay. Yeah. So Ryan's playing these cards on day one, and we think that this woman lives in this apartment, this couple lives here, they like art, and these people are très chic, and all these people are figuring this, trying to figure this stuff out. And the first night, we get like four or five right, and we're like, okay, we're out doing of good. Eight. Out of eight. If right? you get yeah. all eight, you win. Yep. So in each apartment, you got to figure out who's there and what their hobby is. So there's four <clears> apartments. <throat> mm-hmm. The next right. night, we get like five or six. I'm like, okay, we're on the right path. I think we got four, then five. Maybe four, then, then six. five, and then six, and we're creeping up there. And then in night three, we start to talk about, we're like, Ryan, I think Ryan's fucking with us. Yeah. What if, what if we're wrong? What if there is a murder in one of these two things? We were pretty mm-hmm. confident we had two of the rooms like perfect. And we the, the, the other two we were in question. So we started to doubt Ryan and his shadiness and his <laughs> scheming. So then we talked yeah. about maybe there's a murderer. <clears throat> and what's awesome about this game is that Ryan just can't, as the director, can't throw off the entire game. Because in order for Ryan to win as the director, we need to get a certain amount of those right and the murderer wrong. And as the other side, we need to get the murderer right and a certain amount of the other rooms correct also. So he has to play this fine line of, I'm helping you to a certain extent, but I'm trying to hide this one area. Right. Like, I don't want you to get all of them, but you need to get most of them. We need to get most of them. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as that discussion happened, as soon as there was a, a little seed of doubt in our head of whether or not Ryan was on our side, the game became, in my opinion, like, great. It was so awesome to have that discussion. And I think that it helped that we were all into it mm-hmm. because Ryan can't say anything. So right. he's just sitting there and he's, like, looking at his hand. Oh, this is a tough card to play. Walk, walk, walk. <laughs> and, we're like, and we're like, oh, no. Like, maybe this is it. Like, that why would he keep every playing time. this? There was yeah. a lot oh, I of know. times where I was like, shit. Yeah, because it is hard to play these cards because Ryan can play some cards face down, <laughs> which... You know, at the beginning, we were kind of like, why would he do that? But then maybe we started to figure out why he would. And I feel like as soon as that opened up, it was like, yes, this is this is how the game should be played in my head. Because now, for the rest of the time I play this game, every other time after that, I'm going to have that doubt yeah. mm-hmm. that you might be working against me, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. And there's a 70, <clears throat> 70 75% chance that you were working together. Most games right. are going to be working together. But I was really kind of glad that this first one had that had the the murderer in there. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this is this is now fun." It was fun to do that. Yeah. We were so close. Mm-hmm. Ryan ended up winning because we got the right number right that he needed. Yep. But we missed the room that the murder was you, in. You were yeah. right that there was a murderer. Yeah, we you picked a murderer. We just put person. in the wrong yeah, room. Yeah. And you know what was also cool is we weren't so far away from winning. Like if we switch two tiles, we win. Or right. we tie or something. We both kind of have it. But it was just, I had so much fun playing it. I'm looking forward to playing it again. I think it'll, like, for the foreseeable future, replace those other games. Like, Mysterium, I don't really want to play. I haven't played Mysterium in a while anyway. But if I want to play, like, card interpretation game, this will be the one I go to mm-hmm. from here on out till the next one. <laughs> All right, what <laughs> did you guys one. think? Beautiful. <clears throat> Can we go clockwise? <laughs> Clockwise. You don't have to say that every time. Well, I'm just—I yeah, don't want you to think that I'm someone. Someone is out there is listening yeah. for the first time. Just yeah, right. They don't know. We need to know what order. They, they think that I'm just steamrolling they don't know this poor what, innocent woman where we're on the sitting show. In they the need chairs. to know where we're sitting. Okay, <laughs> because our whole thing is that we want our listeners to feel like they're sitting at the table with us. Right. And if they were, they'd you be are sitting the across first from me. Person. 
Yes. Natalie and I are at the butt and the head of the table. I'll let you decide which. Yep. Jeff is on one side and there is the other side empty. It's you. It's like we are, you know we what it's like? empty chair It's there. like there's a camera, a video, like we're a, te- a television show. Yep. You ever notice some TV shows? They don't ever sit around the table. They yeah. always sit. It's to always one like side, the Last so you can Supper, see. right? It's like the Last Supper. So that's like what it is. The camera is facing Jeff. If, if the if we were watching a TV show, Jeff is facing the camera. Natalie and yep. I are to the okay. Anyway, that's it. That's um, who you are, okay, listeners. so I wasn't the biggest fan of Mysterium, right. and part of the reason why was the interpretive clues that you had to give to each player as the ghost, which is the one, which is the Alfred Hitchcock player in this yep. game, could really create some bad feelings as people would be like, why the hell did you give me this card? What the fuck doesn't help me at all? Or as the person receiving the card, you could feel really stupid if the ghost gave you this perfect card and you just don't see it. And then everyone's frustrated. What I like a lot about Rear Window is the simple inclusion of this possible traitor mechanism that throws all of that out the rear window. See what it is? Nice. Also, <laughs> you're not just giving a specific card to a specific person. You're putting cards out onto a shared board trying to get the other people to guess why. And so they can't really get super upset with you as you uh, also might be working against them. This game, is, as Jeff said, is kind of like a Mysterium or um, Detective Club yeah, kind it. of thing. How, or Dixit. However, I liken it more to like a mind management or even letters from Whitechapel. It had that yeah, feeling though. more for mm-hmm. me than it did a, and I think it might be because of that lack of fantastical artwork on the card. It felt more <clears throat> like you were trying to solve the clue of whether I was good or bad and how I was messing with you rather than just interpreting the the artwork on the cards yeah, for me on that. my side. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, it kind of fixed everything I didn't love about Mysterium with those couple of things. All the feeling really stupid parts are gone, I feel like. I really enjoyed playing as the Alfred Hitchcock player. It's hard as you only have a few cards in your hand with which to either help or hinder the other players. And if you are the traitor, you can't just constantly fuck with them, as Jeff said. You have to help them just enough without seeming like you're not, but enough to prevent them from getting all the information. And it created this really, really cool and juicy decision space for me and questions about like which information I shared and which I withheld or tried to deceive. In the play that that we that Jeff talked about, I decided that there was one specific piece of information that I was going to try and lead them to something related to that. Um, so what I did is I put a card in each phase. There's four phases, Jeff said, and it had a picture frame in it, if you guys remember this. Yeah. And I purposefully put a picture frame in each of these four cards, hoping that you would pick... There, something the like the art collector or, or the yeah. photographer, yeah. right? When really that was the murderer, mm-hmm. and so I was really trying to hit that one hard, and it was fun. It was really fun for me to do that and watching as you guys would go back and forth on whether or not I was working with you or against you. That was my favorite yeah. part. Like Jeff talked about, I loved as the Alfred Hitchcock player, like watching that unfold because the best thing about that, as the one, it can be. You can you could get bored. I could see if the if the other players are just talking a lot. If you look at it that way, but the way I choose to look at it, it makes me have fun because they're saying stuff and everything that they're saying is learning. Yeah, for you're me. getting information. I'm That's like, you okay, play what it. are they? There's 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 talking a lot about this specific yeah. thing, and they're like, okay, I think he did this, and I'm like, okay, well now they think I did that, so now I'm going to do that again. Yeah, you know, or they're looking away like, from I'm gonna this validate one, or they that. think, yeah, yeah. They think yeah. this might be the art collector. I'm going to play another card that shows that that is the art collector, and they're going to be like, fuck yeah, I got it right. And and that 
was so much fun. I think I would also really enjoy playing the other side. And I'll stop for a second. Look, you want to no, say that's something. okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that if you if you're listening to this and you're like, well, why would I ever talk if the other person's just listening the whole time? The game does give you like a silent board that if if we figured out you were like there was a murder in like day two and we're like we don't trust Ryan anymore. There's a board that we can like point to and talk like and almost like. Yeah, so I don't hear. So you don't hear what we're saying. Yeah, like if a hidden that, if, board. If, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Well, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna talk. <laughs> I'm not gonna share. Person's gonna listen. Right. Well, right, there's a way to kind of fix that a little bit. If, yeah, if you don't at the want beginning to. we decided to just like openly talk, not knowing how yeah, the game would go. Have to trust yeah, the but I also didn't think that because you did that, that like, oh, that you was now it's advantage. too easy yeah. for me. It no. was just the. It was just like my way of kind of illustrating that. There are things to always do, even when it feels like you're doing nothing. Yeah. You guys are all four of you. You uh, and Amanda and Wally um, mm-hmm. are all working together, talking and talking. And like Wally's like, what would Ryan do? Yeah. You know, and like Amanda's <laughs> like, well, I think this is this. And Natalie's like, me too. And Jeff's like, well, if this is this, then this cannot be that. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that would happen. And and that would, that would, I was like, oh, he's right. So they're onto that. And that helped yeah. me with how to proceed, and I, I like that. Um, I would really, I really do think I'd like playing the other side, as that deductive aspect would come out, which again reminds me a lot of mind management, letters from Whitechapel, Fury of Dracula, those kinds of games. Listening to them work out things that I had not intended created this fear and stress for me, but also likely really felt cool for them, and I think I'd really enjoy experiencing that and working together with the other players to figure that out. Um, so things I didn't like, there was not a ton about this game that I didn't enjoy. Sometimes, no matter what you do, the cards in your hand just are not going to help the players if you're trying to. And they can take that as an indication that you're trying to screw them over. When really, that's just the best crap of the crap in your hand. Yeah. And that doesn't always feel super great, I mm-hmm. guess. It didn't really... I, that happened to me a little bit. Uh, as the Alfred Hitchcock player, you want to be using your brain to creatively help or hinder the other players. And lots of times... You know, you don't really have the right exact cards in your hand to be able to pull that off. But you have to deal with that. It's just a part of the game that you have to deal with. And so I didn't really mind that a ton. I could see how I guess that could create some feelings where you might not enjoy that. But personally, I kind of liked... It's like Natalie talks about in a lot of games where she likes the idea of, here's the hand I'm dealt. How do I do the best thing that I can do with this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it's not the perfect hand that I wanted, but this is what I've been dealt. Mm-hmm. And so how do I make lemonade out of lemons? And so I kind of chose to look at it that way. Like, I got a bunch of shit in my hand. Yeah. How do I find this interestingly creative way yeah. to use it I can put this one right? face down because yeah. this is like yeah. the worst if of the I just worst. put this face down, that'll tell them maybe yeah. that nothing changed in the last one. And you guys interpreted that right. There was things yeah. that I tried to help you with. And you guys, you nailed it. And, I, and that felt really good for me. Yeah. Like going, that's, that's what I intended. They're interpreting it the way I intended it. And I liked that. Um it, again, if you're prone to not enjoying a lengthy discussion about what's going on, this game can definitely make that happen. Much like, again, Letters from Whitechapel or Mind Management. I personally, like I said, love listening to all the talking going on, but I could also understand how people could get annoyed or tired of just sitting there waiting while the other players talk and talk and talk and talk. And if this is you, maybe don't play this one as I feel like the talking part is necessary for both sides mm-hmm. to figure out. Even though the Alfred Hitchcock player can't talk, I think... Listening to the other players talking is half the fun for you, sure. and I think that it's necessary. So if you if you don't like games like that, which I understand, yeah, maybe don't. Maybe this is one that you 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 might think you might think twice about playing. Mm-hmm. Overall, 
I really enjoyed this game. If you're looking for another group, uh, one verse all deduction game, you like games like Letters from Whitechapel, you like games like My Management, or on the flip side, you like games like Mysterium, you like games like uh, Dixit. I think there, this kind of bridges the gap between those two genres. I don't know yeah. what you call them, but this kind of bridges the gap between those two, and it was a it was a big hit for me. I thought. Yeah, and there's there's one with. One more thing I wanted to add. I think the player count on this is weird. It's like three to five, three to six maybe, or something on the box. Yeah, it can be played five. with two. It can yeah. also be played with six or seven. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's same thing if you've ever played Letters from Whitechapel. That always says, "Oh, you're you're controlling each police officer every on their side." You can play this as a bigger group, right? Right. Um, if you want, so don't let the player count turn you off from playing. I would be happy to play this like heads up, like. In mind management, like, yeah, you don't have anybody to bounce the answers off of. No, it's really fun. But it can be fun Two to just, players, like, yeah. oh, try to point. play each yeah, other. Yeah, it's just almost. me versus yeah. you. How do we yeah. do this? I'm assuming they say five because there's the one and then against yes. four because there's, like, these four different, like, power cards you can use throughout the game. But, like, it's almost like they're saying, like, like you said, assign those to one of the four people. Well, we didn't do that. We just had them yeah. in the middle and collectively decided when right. to so you use could them. So, like, you could have had... Yeah, a couple more people. Playing. This was a really, really cool game. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed that we didn't get it, but I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get it. After we played it, I was kind of like, I want to go get, I want to go pick this up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like this a lot. This was, this was a yeah. really good one. Uh, again, for those deductive things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Natalie? Well, you know how I like deduction. Yes, I do. That's why I kind of <laughs> thought you were gonna be like, you got, we got to get this yeah. one. <laughs> I really, I really liked it too. Um, so. Everyone knows I like my I like Mastermind. <laughs> um, so this is reminding me exactly like of how Mastermind works. Not exactly because there's like more to it, but in the way that you know you make a guess and then some you know the person who knows the answer tells you how many things you got right, but yeah. not which ones they are. Right. And then you have to try to like take that information and deduce which ones right or wrong or how to like decide on your next guess. Um, so right away that like hooked me because I loved that kind of stuff. Um, I was worried at first about like, I just kind of at the beginning felt like, how could we possibly know what side the director is on? Like he could either be giving, giving us all like really good information or he could be like telling us a bunch of lies. And I was like really confused at first. I'm like, how are we supposed to know? Mm -hmm. You know, like he would, and Ryan had said something like, um, like from your perspective, you were worried that you had these cards in your hand that were just weren't good. Yeah. And that we would interpret that as like you trying to screw us over. Yeah. But I actually felt the opposite. I was kind of like <clears throat> like You were trying to screw me, me over? No, I was more I was more like <laughs> yes. thought like he just doesn't have good cards. That's why he's playing this, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of it I was. And even the ones that you had like flipped over, I'm like, how are we supposed to know if it's just like I didn't have a good card, so I'm gonna flip it over, or I don't want you to see this because it'll be too good of a card and give you too much information. You know what I mean? So at the beginning I was not even the beginning, like halfway through the game, I was like, how are we supposed to know? You know, I was like, we could just be like totally right or totally wrong, yeah, you know? Yeah. But then you could, you could have, as it went, right. but as it went on, I started, you know, we kind of started figuring out yeah, like that, how that you three, could interpret things. Like you're right. That's when game it, over yeah, that's yeah. when it kind of, when you were like, a, <gasps> this is a, this is a different a thing, but I, and my brain felt the same way when we played Paint the Roses and we were playing like, okay, it can't be this, it can't be this, it can't be this. And then we went. Oh, but he could have played that yeah. that tile to the board. Yeah. And he now didn't. that eliminates a yeah. whole bunch of other things. And you things. were like, oh, and then right. the moment that we started to think like, 
why wouldn't Ryan play that card here? Mm-hmm. Why did he play this one face down yeah. if we already knew who lived there, but he didn't play that one face down on that? And that yeah. what, I, what I thought was just so fun. Right, yeah, yep. that was super cool. So, I mean, yeah, I thought it was so fun. Um, I liked, you know, it felt good how close we were the whole time it felt like we were improving every time so we weren't just like totally lost yeah you know like we could have had it um and like ryan played it really well we're like he's that those one cards he consistently like they were probably the most the one he was tricking us on was probably the most consistent like yeah the one with the picture frame in the front the one with the picture frame and so that made us so sure because like there was another one think it was related to like plants or something or maybe writing the I think writer. it was writing, yeah, we writing which we didn't figure we like we eventually figured it out but it wasn't like super obvious where i feel like this picture frame one was super obvious so we're like well that one's gotta be right you know well, what if we just played one? and never and it turns saw out it wasn't frame. what if we just didn't notice the picture frame so that is so the first the first room was those the orange people yep. yeah that's the, the oompa loompas yep and <laughs> the hobby was their writers yeah, okay. it was like that couple. The very first card I played, that, so that's what happened with that one. There was like a newspaper in, or on, on the desk. And you guys didn't see that because right. there's well, a ton of, of other right, stuff going yeah. on in the picture. And so then I played another one and it had a typewriter on it. Yeah. And again, you missed it. But it, well, okay, you didn't miss it. You I think they both had plants. There was another and thing I was like, that oh, was like that must be it. That you fixated on. Yeah, exactly. So in that way, it, it, it is like the Mysterium or Dixit thing where it's like, you're like, oh, dang. Yeah, you're interpreting the like, wrong part. Yeah, of like, the yeah. But, but you see it from both sides. Like on my side, I'm like, oh, no, they're, they're, they're getting the plants. How do I make it so? And then I had another card and I'm like, there's a fucking plant in this one, too. <laughs> you know, but you yeah. actually got it. Yeah. Because yeah. you eventually well, did get Well, I think we there. guessed the plant and then we we're like, I don't think that's right based on like, you know. And if we get that one wrong, information we have. Ryan loses, too. Right. Yep. If, we, if we don't yeah. have that one yep. right. 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 So, yeah, there is that. That's that's another thing I really like about it. Even if there's a traitor, the traitor can't just throw the game and just screw you up completely because then right. they lose. Yeah. And I'm sure that was figured right. out in playtesting. Like, yeah. oh, oh, for okay, sure. It's too easy to yeah, just okay. kind of Well, yeah, because, like, like yeah, that you could just put would, my worry would be valid in that case because it's like, well, how are you supposed to yeah, know? Yeah, how are you ever supposed because, to know? So, in this case, like, you're going to have to help us most of the way, just not all of the way. Yeah, it's just hard to understand, to th- know. Which one yeah. is the wrong one? Yeah, yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that it was really cool. Um, I liked it a lot. Yeah, same here. Rear window. Funko, Prospero Hall. Funko, damn. Damn, Funko. Look at them go. Way to go. I think that's the best Funko game. I would check right that now. out. Yeah, like, they had a huge hit with Pan Am, like... Oh, oh, that, that was that was, that was a surprise hit, I think, from them. Are you talking that about our, our of, that episode of ours? That like humongous. <laughs> that was like epi- the yeah. number one, one episode of, of ours for a long time. Long time, and we're like, we don't have any hot games. Maybe to talk the about. Funko people listen to that episode. There's a shitload of them, and they're gonna be listening to this one. Too. Oh my god! Oh, wait, I'm gonna yeah, tag them. another yeah. record broken. <laughs> um, one of the games I was most excited for at Gen Con this year was a game based on the man who died by cyanide poisoning, possibly from eating an apple he doused in cyanide, recreating the scene in Snow White where the Wicked Queen emerged. Immersed an apple in poisonous brew. This is true. I'm talking, of course, about the code-breaking game Turing Machine, if that wasn't extremely obvious. In Turing Machine, <laughs> the game based on the famous Alan Turing, That's who is Alan most Turing famous for yeah, being charged oh. with gross indecency for being in a relationship with a man, which was a criminal offense in the UK back in 1952. When he really? was convicted of this crime, he was given a choice to either go to prison or be on probation. But one of the conditions of his probation was to undergo hormonal therapy designed to reduce his libido, known as chemical castration. He accepted that fate. 
and took injections, which feminized his body, rendering him impotent and caused him to form breasts. This is all true. Are you serious? According to Wikipedia. He also did some code breaking and was considered the father of theoretical computer science and artificial intelligence, blah, blah, blah. That's not the interesting part of his life. Man. I know. Wait, that's true? Right. Yeah. That's That's all true. Dang. Yeah. So yeah, he he was found dead in his apartment from cyanide or his house or whatever from cyanide poisoning. There was an apple with one bite taken out of it, and somebody that knew him was like, he used to love to recreate scenes from stuff, and they thought that he re- was recreating the scene from Snow White. This poor guy who is like, he, so he killed himself. One of the saviors well, of like World War Two, code cracking. Yeah. This like amazing genius pro- couldn't even fucking be himself. Cursed, persecuted right. for and he really was driven off a cliff to like. <laughs> Fuck yeah. this. Yep. I'm taking a break. Absolutely. So there's back. there's a lot of speculation whether he committed suicide or not. That was how it was ruled, I think. But I guess they found that the cyanide that was in his body was more consistent with like an injection or something than it was like the e- apple. Like, yeah. Or yeah. maybe not an injection. Like, dang it. Like, they, they think it might have been an accident, not that like huh. he was murdered. Like, he did an experiment and something happened. All the things you learn on a board game podcast. But isn't that interesting? Okay. So, in Turing Machine, players are eating apples, taking hormones against their will, and attempting to break out of prison using the very abstracted mechanisms of deducing three numbers before the other players do. The way the game works is there are a bunch of numbered square cards with holes punched into them. They're, like, perforated. The numbers on the cards go from one to five in three colors. Each player takes three cards at the beginning of the game, one of each color, in any of the numbers one to five that they wish. So, say I take one, four, and five of blue, yellow, yellow, and purple. I write those numbers down on this sheet of paper that I have. Then in the middle of the table, there are tests written on cards and other square cards with holes in them that are assigned to these tests. So that's weird. But for instance, let's say the first card tests the yellow card in our hand. The test might be yellow card in relation to three. Okay, that's what the test says. Then there are three results of this test. Either the card in your hand is less than three, equal to three. I'm sorry, not the card in your hand. The the code because there's a, there's a code we're all trying to figure out okay and so the code is either less than three equal to three or greater than three in yellow okay. if you want to test to see if your yellow card is the correct number or if you're on the right path you take that square card with the holes in it and place it behind all of your other three cards if you see a check mark appear through one of the holes in there then whatever number yellow whatever number your yellow card is passes that test that sounds confusing. I know because it is. But so let's say my yellow card is four. I have a yellow four in my hand. Okay. Got and it. I'm going to test this card that says um, yellow card in relation to three. Okay. So, like I said, if I hold that test card up and I see a check mark, that means that the yellow card in the solution is greater than three because I have a four and it's a check mark. Does that make sense? Sure. Because remember, there's three conditions, less than three, equal to three, or greater than three. Since my number is four and I see a check mark, that says that the greater than three condition is correct. So any other numbered card I put in there other than a four or a five would fail that test. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that make sense? It might not. It might. We'll see. So basically, each player does this three times in one round. They can take three different tests that are going to test these three numbers. There are between four and six different tests per play to help you narrow down the numbers you have and after each player tests three cards they then have information about what the new numbers might be and so they choose three new numbers to then test those in the next round and if they think they've got it right ever they look at the back of the book and check if they're correct they win if they're wrong they're out and the other players try to figure it out so things i liked this game is so much fun i like natalie love deduction games not as much as her, but I really do enjoy the act of deducing. Hmm, Natalie refuses to sleep with me. Hmm. The only information Ryan. I have to go on is oh, I haven't Ryan. showered in a week. Hmm. I made offensive comments about her dogs. Hmm. And I just <laughs> recently ate food covered in mayonnaise. Hmm. Hmm. 
How do I get around? Now this? I got to deduce why. <laughs> What's that? So biggest much underlying fun. reason. Yeah. What could it be? <laughs> this game has all of that with even less sex, so it's right up my alley. <laughs> I love that you're essentially testing numbers and comparing the notes you took to to use one test to help you figure out and narrow down the results of another test. It's crunchy and difficult in a way that most games aren't, and I like the way that it engages my brain, which is extremely puzzle-like instead of like strategic. How can I figure out what to test based on the information I've collected already? It's really really fun and I love that. It's very much multiplayer solitaire, which I also really enjoy. I don't feel the stress of other players messing with me or doing something against me. It's only the stress of, crap, am I just a freaking idiot? I know, I don't know any of the numbers and now Natalie just guessed it all. You know, like that could happen and then you just kind of feel stupid. Um, That's really the only interaction though that you're having, which really leads me into the negatives. And so things I didn't like. There's this central a dispenser or hub where you're pulling the numbers that you take into your hand from to test each round. And while it's not the biggest deal, they're supposed to be secret. Like you shouldn't know what numbers I have and I shouldn't know what numbers you have, but we're all pulling from this central thing. Right, so so you can just if watch I just look, somebody. I just see you pull two, three, four. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can easily just see what the other players have. And again, it's not the biggest deal because the second you start testing, you forget everything except what you have. Yeah. Um, But if you're paying any sort of attention, you can just see exactly the numbers everyone else is picking, which if you're like way off base and you think someone else is closer, you might just have gotten more information than maybe you really should have. Really, though, my main complaint with the game that may put people off is that this is basically just a puzzle. It's not really a game. I mean, it's a game and that there's rules and there's a way to win. But it's really just a solitary experience, and the fact that there are multiple players doesn't really add anything to it. Now, personally, I love this. Or rather, I don't mind it at all. I enjoy sitting at the table with Natalie while each of us try to figure it out, and then we get to discuss afterwards why we did what we did or why what we tried to do didn't work or did work. And I really enjoy that. I think Natalie does too. And so it's a lot of fun for us, but I could definitely see more than most games people being put off by this aspect of it because I'd compare this to something like Sudoku where each of us have the same puzzle and whoever finishes it first wins. Right. It's like, sure, you can apply those rules to make it a game, but really it's just a solo puzzle that we're all doing together. And so, you know, so let's compare this to another similar type of experience with something like Hadrian's Wall. That game is also very solitaire, but the difference there is that it's not just an abstracted puzzle to solve where Turing Machine is literally just that. Every scenario is just a different three number combination logic puzzle to solve by simply testing your current set and narrowing down those numbers. And so unless you're really bad at it, you're always going to eventually solve it. And it feels good when you do, but this is the most puzzle-like game I've ever played. And so I can understand people being put off by that. Like this is literally just a puzzle. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing a puzzle. Overall, I am not, personally, I'm not at all put off by that. And I love this game. Again, it engages my brain in that way that I really enjoy. I haven't played Sudoku, the board game, and this is kind of like that, and I enjoy that. (laughs) I'd happily and gladly play it anytime as I really enjoy engaging my brain in that puzzly way um, at the same time that Natalie is. I would would rather play this with her, even though we're really just kind of doing it ourselves. It's a fun activity for us to do together, and I really enjoy the conversation that comes afterward. What did you think, Natalie? Well, I think this was another super fun deduction game. Uh, <laughs> there's we, a lot of them. This deduction. I feel like there's a lot of deduction games. Yeah. We recently. played this at Gen Con in Lucas Oil. Ben taught it to us. Right. From Big Ben Canard. Date Night Dice. Yep. Um, the Date Night Douche. Well, well, well. <laughs> if it isn't Ben from Date Night Dice. The Dice. old Date well. Night Dicer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so Ben explained this game to us and like immediately when he was done, I remember feeling like, like, I feel like I'm just about to jump on like a work project, but I'm really pumped for it. (laughs) Oh my Lord. That's gotta be the nerdiest. Is this like work? We get to work. I cannot wait to go to work. I'm on vacation and you're giving me work. This is awesome. Wait, and I don't get paid for it? This is awesome. Yes. Winning. Oh, I remember feeling like that. I'm like, oh, I feel like I got a job to do, and I'm so excited (laughs) for it. I was like, oh, man. That's a different take than I expected. I did not expect that take. We started playing it, and I remember I just like, like I got the first puzzle in like the second try, and I was like, ooh, I like this. Yeah. You know, it just it was like a really good feeling. Um. And work God, I awesome. can't wait to go to work. Yes, work is so yes. Cool. I know. And I think I don't get paid. I have to pay you. All right. <laughs> yes. um, also, after the first play, I kind of felt like so this is a game I'd totally play <laughs> by myself, which is like not a thing yeah. that okay. I ever so ever let, let, do. Time out. Pause. <laughs> it, Ryan mentioned earlier there might not have been some sex on this yeah. trip, but if no there sex. was going to be sex, it would have been in this moment here. Yeah, this is the moment. They bought Turing Machine, which was pr- maybe the top five hottest games at Gen Con in yeah, terms of getting. You had to get so. into the vendor hall quick and buy Yeah, we had game. to get in the line. It was yeah. sold out within the first hour every single day, their copies. Yeah. And you had to be in line quick in order to get it. Natalie plays this game and then <laughs> says these words to Ryan. Says, I might even play this game by myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I'm not even in this conversation, mind you, but then I hear Ryan say if i walked downstairs do you remember saying this no if i walked downstairs and you were playing this game by yourself it would be so hot i would throw it off the table and bang so ryan had a little floner oh, just yeah. based on just based on natalie that saying is, that she would play this game by herself is that not the hottest thing you've ever heard what if what if devin <laughs> was just like good. you what if you just came down well, you just woke up you're like ah, you go downstairs and she's just got underwater like so he's playing set up a board going game. yeah you're yeah, like it's, it's, hot, it's, hot. <laughs> it's good we might have to make a third yeah that's what you'd say I mean, I seriously would. Um, that's how fun it is. Um, okay, where is my spot? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so basically, I mean, it's just, like you said, it's not really like a game game. Like, yeah. It's and only a game. I like that it's saying only that, a, Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's only a game because they say you could just try to like do it before the other person. Yeah. And so I, I agree. If anybody, remember the um, beatdown with... Um, Yes. about galaxy trucker and everyone just kept saying this isn't even a game or like this is yeah. just like an activity yeah i definitely would understand if people said that about this game because i kind of agree but despite that i because i like solving these puzzles so much that i would do it by myself then i like i enjoy nice. it you know i would i would keep playing yeah. it um yeah, the other totally. cool thing is like i think there's only like 20 codes in the book but if you go on the website there's literally like millions seven million yeah there's yeah, millions like you will never run out of yeah. of codes to like try to solve well i mean you're not after seven million <laughs> yeah if you play se- if you played seven million times I mean, you can't actually play it forever <laughs> <laughs> but um seven and, million yeah Jeez. i don't know i just think it's really fun experience and activity to do and um and even like Ryan said, when we it is kind of fun to play together, just to try to like do it as quickly as possible. Mm. But both of us said, like, like whoever gets it first, the, they're like, "Don't tell me what it is," because I want to still try yeah. and get it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like because okay. that's how much fun it is just trying to solve the puzzle. Um, and we still are. I mean, we've only played maybe like four, 
four times. So we're still at the very like beginning easy mode of the codes. But so does, it gets so it with the twenty that's in there. Is it like five is easy, five is medium, five is yeah? I don't know, know. something uh, like that. So the way that makes well, it harder is there's so at the beginning of the game there's four. So there's setup. There's a setup for like six tests. The beginning of the game, the first few scenarios, the, all the ones that we've played. The, you only, only test four. four things. So eventually they're going to add a fifth one and a sixth okay. one to test. Yeah. So it's going to be harder to and deduce. And not only are, that, right? there's like a stack of like, I don't know, maybe like 50 different kinds of tests. And I looked at some of the other ones and there are ones that get a lot more complicated. Like the ones we start with are like, is it an odd? Are there more odds than evens or right. more evens than odds? Is it a th- a three greater than three or less than three in the yellow spot, but it gets right. a, it gets more complicated. Those tests do. Yeah, that reminds me of decorum. So like decorum starts yeah, easy right. like that. So and it's not going to always just be like ridiculous. easy tests. There's going to be more tests. They're going to be more complicated. That's your work gets even harder. How awesome! It's so great. More wow. challenging. Work is the oh, best. So the, oh, the only other thing that I would say is like a potential negative is a thing that reminds me of Paint the Roses where. You know, you're writing on these these mm. papers. Mm-hmm. There's not that many of them. If you were going to do this seven million times, you're going to need you're gonna to... seven million papers. Yeah. Million there's like papers. not even a, that big of a At least three and a half million. Of papers. And you're going to have to like write a bunch of stuff down. Um, so... I mean, I guess the only answer to that is you don't have to use their thing. You could just use a loose leaf paper. You're right. It's kind of mm. nice though because it's got it all or like notebook. laid out nicely. Yeah. It doesn't have to be loose. Sure, could be a, a bound. You're right. Bound. You could make your own. You could or laminate, laminate these. Yeah, use laminate. dry erase. Like there's a bunch of options. I'm just saying, like, you know, they didn't really provide you with enough. They papers. didn't give you that. Let yet. me ask a question. So this game is not something that turned me on. Oh, you like that? That yeah, turned you on? Okay. <laughs> because of the way that I would feel stupid playing that game. Yeah. Of if I played the game and Natalie was done in three turns and I was like, yeah. So the two games that I think of that have made me feel like Alchemist is one that that's has that has more of a game element to it. Mm. But I've played Alchemist where I put in what I think is something and I'm just so far off that I'm like, I may as well just restart the game while everybody's five rounds in front of me or code seven, seven, where you put something in and or you say, oh, I think I have two, three and six. Yeah. And they're like, no. No. And you're like, well, now I'm. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. I could have been right on. I was probably right it. on two of those. Yeah, so right. now I'm completely screwed. So do you like? Is that something that you would feel if you got something wrong or worth yes. the right boat? You're just that's way what, off. Well, okay. that, hold on, that's one thing we didn't talk about. If you're wrong, you're just fucking out. You cannot yeah. solve it. But if you're wrong, you're just out. But, <laughs> but let me just say this. But you can go to work. It's not like <laughs> you're saying. It's not actually really like a game. Okay, so like each time you try to solve a code that's technically one game and that might right. be like five minutes and so you're only dumb so you're for five or ten minutes yeah right <laughs> so you're basically just like you only feel like an idiot for a little even, bit of time over and over and over right again. it's not like you're playing this whole game and you're like oh i lost you're basically just like oh i got he got it first oh sh- now you got it first you know move on to the next one. Oh, i got it first True. Not, you know what i mean it's the not, experience okay. is exactly it, the same it doesn't every time. feel okay. like oh i won or i lost like, yeah I would it's say, more just like it's a puzzle. Feels like doing a Sudoku puzzle. Okay. We're like right. you just like ah oh, shit. I'd like I didn't to play get it, it at some point. Yeah. I, I know I don't that think Devin it would make you feel hate it. Devin would not no, hate it. Devin wouldn't. would not want um, anything to do. So with there, it wouldn't even be in my. It wouldn't be in my house for. It would just. Be I think that dust. you would do much better than you. Oh, think I you think you'd do it. I think you could figure it. I'll try it. The I think the the hardest part about the game is not the deduction part. It's understanding how the core mechanism works. Yes. Okay. Because all you see is either a check mark or 
an X. That's yeah. right. all you what see. Because right, so, yeah, at first you're like, like well, what does that like, even mean? I don't know mean? what that means. What the hell is that yeah. supposed to mean? And even in my third or fourth play, I was kind of like, Natalie, I need you to help me understand what I'm, what this means. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's, it's just this. And it's like, oh, right. Okay. Okay. That's the hardest part of the game. The deduction yeah, part is not that tricky. We so we played for four now, times. Right? For they, now. They it will get tricky. But for now, Natalie and I both, I think we've gotten we've gotten it on the same round every time. All four plays. And the first play was on the second round. And then the longest it took us was four rounds. You know what I mean? So yeah. like she said, it's it's not it's cool. not longer than five to six right. minutes. And it's it's really fun. I definitely like to play it. It was hot, hot at Gen. Mm-hmm. It was. People wanted it. and It's yeah. interesting. And, and people are liking it, too. It didn't, oh, it's like, good. It didn't like Seafall flop. Like, yeah, you know, sure. Right. Like, yeah, Seafall flop. Like good call. Yeah. <laughs> so that's um, Touring Machine by Scorpion Mesque. Yeah, the Hachette. And the yeah, Hachette. right. It's kind of like a follow-up to Decrypto. Yeah, if you like those games, that's probably See, if you like those kinds of games, this will work for you. Jeff, what else you got, man? Okay, on Friday night at Gen Con, myself, Ryan, me, Natalie, Natalie, Dave, 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 measles, Measles. Patty. Yeah, Patty. Is that it? Other measles. Yeah. All the measles. Both measles. (laughs) All the measles. Boy measles. All the patties, all the Daves. We all went to (laughs) AEG's big game night. Okay. This is something that they've done, I want to say... Four or five years? Five years, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I know they've done it with like like Tiny Towns was one of the big ones. Um, But anyway, what you do at AG Big Game Night, you buy a ticket. There's 750 people. Shout out to McDave Mick for hooking us all up with these tickets. getting those tickets and putting it on our badge or whatever he did. He he works some magic there. Big shout out there. Um, So you go there and you get to like learn a couple of the new AEG games, play them with a small group of people. You walk out with some... Some I'll say air quotes free games, but you paid for the ticket. Swag, um, yeah. So you get a swag yeah. bag of but games. It's probably more right. It, it's retail, little, maybe yeah, more than retail than... for sure. Because I think it was like thirty five bucks for. I think the it was thirty eight. Yeah, okay, thirty eight. But we got and we two got games. two games, and the one we're going to talk about is probably an MSRP game of like forty. Yeah. Bucks. So I think so, we probably so made, we probably made out. Pretty yeah. Well. So and then what's cool about the AG Big Game Night is you learn this game as as your like small table of four, and then at the end of the night you play it with 750 people. So yeah. that that's the idea of like when like a big game night, you're playing it with everyone. So they have to have a game that could be played with everyone, which mm-hmm. is cool. So the game that we played, and we played it a couple times, or at least my table did, um, is called The Guild of Merchant Explorers. Boom. I'm, that's the only time I'm going to say yeah, this game, right? I can that, never get It's funny. I, yeah, that, I don't know that it entered your brain and stayed there. It did Maybe not. even now, right? It, it no, still has I, it. I've, I talked to Joe about it, I think, today, and I was like, Guildhall the, Merchant. Um, yep. the, merchant. Uh, I just wrote <laughs> Guild of Merchants. Because right Guild, so Guildhall is a game. <laughs> yeah. There's been like nine games in the last year With that had merchants. the word Merchants uh-huh. in it. So, and then like Explorers everywhere. I played like the, I have a game called Explorers. Yeah. So I have no fucking idea what I'm going to be playing really this funny. game. It's really funny. But I wrote it down. The Guild of Merchant Explorers. That's it. So whatever I say from here on out, don't trust me. <laughs> Listen to this audio clip. The Guild of Merchant Explorers. <laughs> Is by AEG, and I'm gonna spoil what I think. This game surprised me for the good. Let's talk about it. <laughs> First, when I look at this game, and I was like, okay, you might look at the cover and be immediately turned off. Yeah. It is not a beautiful game. You might disagree and be like, it's beautiful, but I think otherwise. Sure. Yeah. It has like 
kind of dull colors. The name is just maybe the most generic thing <laughs> yeah, on the planet. It's, yeah. can't remember it's it. like you just picked out names that are in board games and you're like, yeah, hey, Guild of Merchants. It's a, I say it in here in a, in a minute, but it's like it's like someone went to like random board game name generator yeah. and yeah. they came out, uh, the is. Guild of Merchants Even, Explorers, even how it looks is kind of like that. Like you yeah. would never just, you would just walk right by yeah, it. You would never be like, ooh, what's that? Things like that? So yeah. here's how it plays. So each player starts uh, with a map. Okay, it's a map board, and there's four different terrain types, water, mountain, grass, desert. Again, hexes, you can be like, this is looks pretty generic. Mm. Um, there are a small number of cards that are shuffled up, they're terrain cards, and they're revealed one at a time, and it tells players where to place cubes on their board and how many to place them. So it might say one mountain spot or two water or two desert, and they don't have to be next to each other, or they do, blah, blah, blah. And it tells you how you place your cubes on your board. And all of this happens with the goal of building routes. Again, the things I'm saying are <laughs> the most generic board game things, right? So um, you're trying to build uh, routes between um, these like points on the board. I don't even know what they're called, but they have numbers on them, which will score you points. You can build your routes to the corners of the board, and you get to build these cool like little penis-looking pyramids or penis-looking <laughs> towers in the, in the corners, which is cool. Um, so where the game accelerates is... When this card comes up in the first round, it has a number one on it. Everybody at the table grabs two number one or two cards and then picks which card they want to use as their number one action. So in the second round, the number two card will come up. You grab two more of those cards. And these cards are like player powers. They're like awesome actions. Very good. In the deck Mm -hmm. that you flip over that has like one mountain, those are boring as shit. Those are one. But your cool superpower action might be like, place six cubes all in a line it might be like when you place cubes collect double the money which is points so they're all different and they'll activate over and over again in the different rounds so that's really where the game accelerates and becomes sort of the experience of guild of merchant explorers nice yes (laughs) i had to look at it again um so the and the game takes you know it takes 45 minutes it's four rounds so you play four rounds so you'll see your number one card um four times and you'll see your number two card three times, so on. And then the last round, you get to pick one of your extra ones. You get to pick one of the cool ones. And I, like I said earlier, I think this is my biggest surprise in a positive way of really liking Guild Merchant Explorer Hall. <laughs> Guild Hall Merchant. Merchant Land. Merchant. Merchant Merchants of, of the Flip. Merchant flap, of flopper. Venus. Flop, Mer- slur, flip, flop, Merchant flip Land hole. of the... Australia Hotel. Guild, <laughs> Guild Merchants. I really... So we played and I sat down and this wonderful person, I think her name was Amanda, taught it to us and I was like, this does not sound fun. And we played the first round and I'm playing it and I'm like, they're like, okay, you build these routes, you put them on things. Okay, great. And then at the end of the first round, you're like, okay, take your pieces off the board. And I'm like, well, what yeah, am I what? doing? Wait, why? And then the moment that you start activating your like cool player cards, mm. I was like, I get it. It like clicked. There was that moment of like, yes, now I can do this. I can somehow combo these actions with this and figure out what cards are left to come out. You're also trying to complete areas. So there's like a de- like a land area of three desert in a row. Once you finish that, you get to put a little house out there. And that's where now you can start your next path, which is very cool for later rounds. So you're setting up for later rounds, even though the board is clearing. It is a wonderful weight to play with anyone who plays games. Like to the extent of, I think. Good point. Cameron mm-hmm. could play this game totally. If mm-hmm. you're playing games with someone who's like eight, nine, ten years old, and they've played a couple games, 
Um, I wouldn't like say it's like like family. Yeah, that's gonna make you things, think it's it too is, light, but it's not. You would get yes, and but you could also sit down. I would pick this over and over again with my like serious game. Yeah, group, totally. And yeah. have a different experience for I think a lot of plays because there's a couple different maps, and there's a bunch of different um, goal scoring cards that you're trying to get throughout the game, and uh, there's a bunch of different just those special power cards that I think could combo well for like dozens of plays, but. Agreed. I'll stop talking. I was pleasantly surprised with Guildhall Merchant Explorer. Almost. Of the Guildhall. Gildan, so Gildan the Gildan Blades. The Gildan, Gildan Blades <laughs> Gildan, Yeah, Gildan Blades. Yeah. Man, this game was so much fun. This game was so much fun. I love blank and write games. And this one really feels like a blank and write without the writing. Instead, you have cubes mm-hmm. you're placing instead of like drawing dots on a map or something. It works better with physical components. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But it has yeah. that kind of feel of a blank and write game to me. And I loved that about it. I thought it was so clever how you're building this route and at the end of the round, you have to wipe everything away that you just built only to begin from these certain, those houses Jeff talked about on the, that was the coolest thing to me. That for that was like, we played it and I, I wasn't like, I'm not saying the person that taught us the rules was bad. I'm not saying that because they weren't. I must. It was. A, it was a mix between. I wasn't paying attention. Probably. I was a little annoyed at how the whole thing started because we didn't have a yeah. seat for a while yeah. and we didn't get to sit next to you guys, which was, was yeah, like was darn. Um, I wasn't like mad at anybody, but it was just like yeah. that was like all happening, and now we got to like play this. And so I wasn't really totally paying attention. I think. And so the for after the first round was over, and they, our teacher was like, he was like, all right, all the cubes off the board, and I was like, what? Me and this other woman, Michelle, who um. Uh, I'll, I'll, oh, it's second star to the left is her like YouTube stuff. Okay. She was like, she was like, both of us cleared our entire board and we're like, what the fuck do we do? And then yeah. we're like, okay, now we have, all right, let's, right. let's, you play. have to, no, you yeah. have to, yeah. that's both exactly like, well, I guess we'll wipe everything off the board and have nothing there. Me too. Yeah. So I had like one or two of those houses out. I did not understand the implications. That is, yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like how no one tells you that high school really matters, but it fucking matters. <laughs> so do well in high school so you can go to college. It's like, don't put those house. You got to put those houses out on the board. That yeah. matters because that's where you can start in future rounds. You start from those points, mm-hmm. and you realize that as you're playing, and it's like, oh, like, okay. okay, this is really I'll important. Sacrifice a route early, yeah, to get a so I can put a area. thing out, so yeah. I don't have to start in the same spot every round. I can get further out because you want to. You're trying to branch out on this map, like Jeff talked about the whole rest of the whole game, and it organically works really cool yeah. the way it happens like that. I really enjoyed the puzzle of of figuring that part out. I love the special cards you got to use each round that are all extremely powerful, like like Jeff mentioned. I also really I really love the look of it. I, it's muted and it's dull looking, but I found that to be personally a positive more than a negative. And, and in the same way where a lot, a lot of people really hated the artwork for the original Ascension, I loved sure. it. I thought it was really cool. However, let's go into things I didn't like. Um, that artwork and the look of the game is going to drive people away people are not going to see this game and think this is a delightful little cool cute yeah. little game it's because of the artwork and stuff so it i think being, that's i think that's a detractor for the game that's why we're here i personally love yeah. it it being not. aeg is going to get it the publicity it yeah probably deserves. people should probably if this was a smaller publisher putting out a, a, a great game like this i don't know if they'd get yeah nah. because aeg they, they have enough money to kind of get it this game in your face a little bit more but man, I it would I would be like you said I would be turned off maybe if it was other yeah, companies. Yeah, I could. Or, yeah, I could see probably just not even 
if it didn't ha- if it didn't have a, a bunch of buzz, I wouldn't even have looked right. at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is very much multiplayer solitaire, which again I love. But if you're at all not into those types of games, because it's again it's kind of like a blank and right game. Yeah. And point. a lot of blank and right games are very much multiplayer solitaire. You're not really interacting a lot with the other players. This is might not be for you. The biggest thing though that I disliked about the game is the way that the point tokens are handled. Yep. They're tokens that, that you're supposed to keep face down. Only you collect them a lot. And there's just simply not enough of them for four players to all share. And not like so one. You collect like nine. You, there's 11. ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties, right? And and yeah, and you're right. You, exactly. When you collect them, you get a bunch of them, okay? And so you're just amassing these in this giant pile that you're supposed to keep face down. And when it's time to turn some in, you have to kind of like flip them all over and count them and figure out which one. And it's really cumbersome and irritating. And I hate it. Yeah. Agreed. It would have been so much nicer to just have like a sheet of paper and you just tick a box every time you score a point or something like that Mm -hmm. to keep track of that much more easily. I really enjoyed the look of the game personally, like I talked about. But as I said a minute ago, I think the look of the game will put people off. Both the look and the name are very boring, drab, and not indicative of the fun the game provides or the lightness that it is. It looks and sounds like a boring cube pushing euro, which we love around here, but that's yep. not some that's something the game is not. The Guild of Merchant Explorers, like I said, sounds like they took the name from a random board game name generator. <laughs> there's no pizzazz, there's no whimsy about it, and the game is super fun and light mm-hmm. and whimsical. Yeah. Overall, though, I loved this game i agree with jeff it was very surprising to me i expected to like this game i did not expect to love this game and i love this game i am very happy i got a chance to play it because i don't think if i played it i would have bought it i thought that if somebody had it i'd like to play it because i was interested Mm -hmm. but i don't i'm so happy i have it again big thank you to mick dave mick for getting us all tickets to this aeg big game night or again i probably just wouldn't have played it yeah this wasn't the game that was supposed to be the, the, the big, big game, game night, night. Game. right yeah or at least it wasn't supposed to be the game that we were going to walk out the door with in our in our goodie bag it was yeah. supposed mm-hmm. to be ready set bet they didn't have the the amount the, the production numbers. that kind of thing and it ended up being this and it ended up working well yeah i'm pleasantly surprised that yeah. they did that yeah what'd you think uh well i guess we all agree about being <laughs> pleasantly surprised <laughs> um when we got to the game night i saw this on the table and i was just like no uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, no. make the best of this one, I guess. Yeah, and when you know he taught it to us and we started playing it, I was so I don't know, I was very excited because I was like, first of all, it's a great weight, like Jeff said. Like, I think the yeah. weight is so the weight to like time ratio, it's just like yeah, perfect. perfect. Call with the time. It's yep. perfect. Because when I realized like, oh, this is like a 30 minute game, I was like, really? That, so then yeah. I started being like, okay. And then like, <laughs> okay, okay. And then, you know, sometimes there's like, sometimes we play games where they're like light, but like a little too light where it's like, is this going to be that fun? Yeah. And then there's games plays, that are like, like, you know, yeah. a little too much. Like this is just like right in the middle. It's re- it's like perfect weight, perfect sweet spot. time. Um, because of those two things, like I can see this being a game that we pull out a lot. Yeah. You know, it's easy to get to the table. It's not going to take all night. It's not hard to remember the rules. Like, and yeah. Are so the rules are so simple. Yeah. Um, so simple. So, and then, I mean, I like how there's like a lot of, a lot of different like options and de- decisions to make, which kind of... <clears throat> It's not one of those games where like you have to like kind of like know the right path or whatever. Like there's a million different things that you can try and do, Good point. which also you makes it very anywhere. replayable mm-hmm. to me. 
um because like you said you're wiping the board after each round and then you're like okay well what if i go over here or what if i you know try to like do some more in this same spot or you know and then like the next game you could just do something totally different or well there's more maps too right yeah there's more maps more maps and and if you build your house on a different part of they're not called houses but you know i think they're called villages if you build them on a different starting spot then the first card that flips up could completely change where you're going to start building yeah around which right and then you're like you're trying to you know you can be going for like building routes to get more villages out you can be going for these towers (laughs) you could be going for these like sunken ships yeah, um, the treasure tiles were the treasure, cool. Yeah, the treasure yeah, tiles. That, that Damn, I loved the. Tra- I forgot about the treasure tiles. Yeah. yeah, you draw a treasure from the. Ryan deck. said oh, it yeah. first. I think I heard it. It was so sweet. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I did say. It. Well, there was. I think it was like the treasure tiles. Like gave you like a. I don't know. Maybe it was my power. My, I think my power was like every time you go on the sunken ship. Gosh, I can't remember. But like, I get like some like extra thing. Like instead of one, you get two. Oh, like oh if, you get two treasure. Yeah, that was one of your cards. If cards. you explored it during it, so you get to place four. Yeah, so I was doing it, that a ton. So That's like cool. that was like awesome. really fun. Um, Those cards were, but you might never see that card for ten more plays. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, or but it I mean, might be combined with something else the next play. Right. But there's just like so many different things. Like you're trying to fill in the regions, and you're trying to make the routes, and you're you know just make trying. <laughs> you're trying to like fill fulfill like the end game goals, and so it's fun because there's like so many options and i like that a lot in games but yeah it's also a game that's not like rules heavy or heavy in general you know it's just kind of simple and right fun. now yeah we'll, we'll be right, right back, back. <laughs> oh my god I'll say one that's more negative along with do. the money it is hard it is a little annoying clearing your board between rounds especially yeah. rounds two and later where you have to like yeah, because your town your villages are there so you have to get the cubes out of the way yeah. and if they you bump something a little weird um, that's a so good point. again those those two things were annoying which yeah. could have if it was a rolling right it would be maybe easier but different because you're going through rounds yeah but i liked the tactile feel of putting those cubes out. me too seeing I, your yeah. route was cool. yeah and i, I do agree the about the money too that was like we played that was the worst so was the worst when we part. played it with so the, the way the big game night worked with 750 people is someone the the announcer man was drawing the card and he said he was like, "It's the mountain, it's the mountain right. card." Everybody and every person did their mountain, and then everybody mm-hmm. did number one. So that was kind of cool. There was like these people walking around like ring girls, <laughs> that were, like holding. So some of the yeah. people working at AG Game Night were holding these big yeah. cards up. That was kind of cool. Um, we just ended up playing the four of us. Just flipped all of our coin tiles over because, like, yeah, you, don't really you said you're playing by down. yourself. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not affecting anyone else and their points ever in this. True. Right. So well, if you know what? Yeah. What does it matter? You know, except that. You can just see how much yeah, oh, you're you winning know. this by. Yeah. yeah. So like you know yeah. if you're getting crushed, but you can hide them if you want, but it made it a lot easier to to be all right, I have five ones, let me take this. I was crushing our game. I feel like I was <laughs> fucking crushing it. And we had to stop because yeah. like early I was like, ah oh, dang it. We like played so once and I was like, yeah. I would play again. And then we played the big game night and I was like, I could play this. I could play this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Them. I want to just keep racking it. Yeah. That's a great game. So that is the guild yep. of merchant, merchant explorer towns. <laughs> by AEG. <laughs> All right, so I'm a pretty nerdy dude. I mean, I play video games, board games. I got a freaking podcast about board games. I paint miniatures. Have a friend, a friend, a friend. I don't have a friend. I'm a nerd. I have a framed (laughs) map of Middle Earth in the basement that I occasionally pour over with a stupid grin on my face. I love anime, (laughs) manga, (coughs) hentai, and I also really enjoy flying stunt kites. I know what that is now. (laughs) Kites that I can use two hands with, making them dance and flip in the air, and it brings me stupid nerdy joy. I'm lucky that this hot-ass piece on the other side of the table is also a huge-ass nerd, so I can still have <laughs> annual sex. But so when Kites was announced, 
I got really excited for the theme. Okay, now time out. I got to go back now for a second. Remember at the beginning we talked about our position at the table? Yeah. yeah. Now it makes sense because Ryan could have easily been talking about me. Yeah. That's true. Right. Other side I could have had annual sex with him. Now they know I'm across. Now we know that Natalie is sitting directly across the table. Me and Jeff have weekly sex. <laughs> yeah. You Natalie is the annual sex. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I got really excited for this. Um. So it's literally just keeping kites in the air. And so it sounds kind of stupid maybe i assumed <laughs> when i like when i talked about this in the games i want to look out for i don't remember what number it was it was on the list though yeah, yeah it was on my list it was a natalie's list and i i thought that i was like i might be one of the only people that's really interested in this game because of the kites theme that's what i mm-hmm. i thought yeah little did i know <laughs> it was going to be one of the hottest games at the entire convention yeah they sold and out. it oh, was yeah. it was the first game purchased by natalie and me at the con and we click we quickly got it played and we played it we've already played it 10 times yeah i think i played it nine or ten times <laughs> Yeah. Yep. In kites, players are working cooperatively, like I said, to try and keep different colored kites in the air. As soon as one kite hits the ground, everybody loses. If you manage to get every card played to the table while all the kites are still flying, you win. The way it works is the kites are represented by six different colored sand timers, all of different durations. At the beginning of the game, all the sand timers are laid down on their side. And as soon as the first person begins their turn, that white timer is flipped up and the first player plays a card. The cards simply have one or two colored icons on them, and whichever card you play simply tells you which sand timers you interact with. Let's say I play a card with the red and orange icons. That means I have to flip the red and orange timers. If you play a card with only one color, you can either flip the timer of that color, or you can flip that white wild timer. Players just go in order playing a card and flipping timers until the deck of cards run out. As soon as that happens, players can no longer interact with the white timer, and now they have to play all of their remaining cards before that white timer runs out. If they manage to do this, they win. If the white timer or any other colored timer runs out, they lose. I like this game. (laughs) First of all, I love cooperative games. Uh, Evil Jerk Gamer is fuming right now. I love how the pressure of competition is removed and the level of flat-out fun is heightened. Working cooperatively makes me feel really good and engages my brain in this way that I love, sort of like in deduction. It's fun for me to be part of a team where we all win or lose together. This game is a great example of this as we're all working together to keep these timers from running out and it feels really fun and stressful still, but in this frantic way, instead of just like, like, oh my God, Jeff just took my move and now he's doing awesome and I'm doing bad. It's not like that. Uh, Like I said before, the timers are all different durations. So the red timer is only like 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. but the purple timer is like 90 seconds or something. And so everyone is constantly yelling the entire time. Like, someone needs to flip the red. The white timer is about to run out. Holy shit, someone do something. And it's just really hilarious and fun and frantic and there's no time to waste. And then it's over and you lose. And let's rack it again until we win. It's one of those kinds of games. You want to just go, 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 go until you win. And I love that about it. And it's so fast. Things I didn't like. There's not much I didn't like about this game. We talk about it all the time. In a game this light, it's difficult to find some specific design flaw, as it's literally just playing cards and flipping timers. If you don't like speed games, or cooperative games, or yelling a lot, stay away from this game. Or because kites. this game... Yeah, I guess you don't no, like kites. You might kites. love sand timers. Yeah, you might. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. This is all about being zany and quick. And I can see that stressing people out in a way they don't enjoy. Agreed. It's great fun for me, uh, but I can think of some people who would just hate their lives if they had to be relied upon to take a quick turn or else they lose the game for everyone. 
Yeah. I think McDave Mick would probably hate this game. I think he would just be like, I wrote Fuck down that two game. seconds before you said Evil Jerk Gamer Matthias would hate. Matthias yeah, Matthias is going to hate this game. Yeah, would burn this game. Yeah, they want to they wanna Mr. Measles throw out say that he doesn't like speed yeah, games. Mr. Measles doesn't like speed games, and he bought it. Well, I, he's like, you made it sound fun, so I bought it. I don't I don't know. <laughs> we played it right next to that pop machine. We played had, it with uh, him. I don't know flavors. if he actually enjoys it or not. I'll have to find out how he really feels or if he actually will play it again or if he's just like, why did I buy this damn thing? I think McDave Mick would fucking hate this. I think he was not one that would like to be, again, relied upon to do something very yeah. fast yeah. and if he doesn't do it then now everyone's mad right mm-hmm. um luckily it's so fast that if something like that does happen you just try again immediately because there's not much at stake we've played it i think when we, we played it at that that place that restaurant the very first turn someone let the sand timer the like the red one run out instantly. oh yeah it was like i don't oh, even yeah. know if i had two turns yeah like they flipped two they, yeah. like the red timer was flipped and then somebody flipped it again and so then it's like it's over yeah it's like who cares it's just when we played you know when we played with ben and them i think the fifth game we won. we won on the fifth time yeah it took yeah we got tries. progressively better until we finally won that was yeah. so awesome overall i think kites is one of the better party games i've played in a long time and i will likely bring this out anytime there's like up to six players and we need something quick to play mm-hmm. because again i just love cooperative plays i want to i want to play cooperatively as much as possible yeah and this is a really quick filler game to play cooperatively with a bunch of people so what do you think Natalie? that's what i was going to call it i said it was a great filler game i guess i never really thought about it as a party game but it kind of could be considered that too yeah um so you were you were saying like if you don't like speed games co-op games or yelling games <laughs> you won't like this and i was like i like all those check 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like yep Winning. um right. when me too when this was i think this was on my list um last week my top or my last time my top five of games i was looking forward to um the fact that it had a bunch of timers is what grabbed me um so i was very happy to find out that it was also very fun um i like how frantic it is and yelly it is um i love how like we would yell out what color is running out because it was actually really helpful because like if i'm just like looking at my cards and like looking at my cards and then up at the timers and back and forth i'm just wasting a bunch of time so when everyone's just yelling blue's running out somebody i'm like (laughs) okay here's the blue you know like it makes it go much faster when we're like doing that but it's also like stressful too when everybody's just like yelling like that so um i don't know i thought it was really fun and like you said we played it like 10 times so obviously that that means something <laughs> and 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 this is also one where i think the more how many what does it play six yeah i think like the more the better i don't i mean i don't think see it being very fun with like two players you know it should be a group game two? yeah i wonder if you I can is it three to six Oh, maybe. You could yeah, I would say, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I think five, could. six would be. Yeah, yeah you don't five, six would be the most less. fun. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I think you want to, this is a game you want to play with more players. Right, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't bring this out like, hey, here's date night, well, yeah. let's play kites. Yeah. But like like Ryan said, if you're into all <laughs> those times. things, I highly recommend. Awesome. What about you, man? It's what on do you me. think? Yay. This game's fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's the way you say this game. It's fun. Yeah. It's right? fucking fun. It's not like, this is game of the year. It's not. No. And again, it's not for everybody. The right group can make this game absolutely amazing. Or the wrong group can make this game fucking miserable. Right, because they're just like, oh, um, no, the timer's yeah, run if out. You're taking, I also think, I think the yelling and being able to like talk about what's happening to the sand timers to me is the most fun. That's the best part of the game. Because you're mm-hmm. like, the red is running out and someone's like, I don't have any fucking red. Then right. just play and a card. Like, red. Well, I do. And then like, yeah. it's a speed play. And I think that that to me just like, your blood pressure just goes so high, but it's only for like three minutes. Yeah, right, it's three yeah. minutes long. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, let's come back down, and yeah. then let's rack let's it and go play it again. Right, yeah, and that's so fun. And you can play it so many times. Like you said, we played five in a row, and 
we played five and 20 minutes total. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. There's yeah. also, yeah. I don't think you mentioned this, there's also these challenge cards that come in there that you could up the difficulty. No, you're right. I forgot oh, about yeah, We never played them. We played with those. So no. we played up 10 the times difficulty. and have it, haven't added it. You're right. So of the you 10 times, I think I've won three or something. Of the, yeah. Of the, yeah. So which is a, a good That's winning a good percentage. Number. You feel yeah. like you're close. And the other times have been close. Like there's been a couple where you're, the sand just runs out or that person can't flip the white timer before the deck runs out. And then you only have 10 seconds to try to <laughs> right. run through all your Get cards. Through, in yeah. hand. And that's just super players. fun. So I'm interested to try some of the challenge cards, but I also don't know if it needs it. I, I may play this game another 20 times before I even add the challenge cards because agreed. I might play it with a different group of people over and over and over yeah. and over again. I might never add the challenge cards. And they're, the, again, for some downsides, yes. If you don't like speed games or you don't, or not in that mood, don't play it. I think that also if, if like the five of us, because the five of us play with, with Ben and M, if the five of us played it over and over and over again, we could probably get to a point where we're very good. Yeah. I think yeah. true. Where we know like, all right, the deck's almost running out. We need to flip the white timer and then right, we're going to really figure fast, out right? some things. But I don't think that I'm going to play with the same five people over and over and Agreed. over again. It's going to be a new so group of people all yeah. the time to give them that kind of fun experience. It's almost the point of the game, I feel like. You yeah. want to introduce, like, check this game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. where this if we play it over and over, we're not going to be like, let's do kites again. Yeah. You know? Right. So, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I bought it right next to you. I was like, oh, we're, we're in let's line. Let's do it. Let's Here we go. I know Roberto Sheer Boredom, like, demoed it all weekend. Yeah. I even stopped by and played. Uh, with I saw that, yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. Which is really fun. Uh, it is definitely worth just taking twenty bucks, and and if you can, I'm assuming the next printing run's gonna be soon because that was a huge hit mm-hmm. for Floodgate. And I, I would just get this one. It's a great one to have in your collection. Small box, doesn't take up a lot of room, and is a blast. So kites, great game, kites, kites. by Floodgate. Jeff, what else you got, man? I got one more. Okay, I got a game that broke my brain. Okay, but that's okay. So. There is this publisher called Pegasus Spiel. Your brain's had it too good for too long. Too good. That's Someone come in here and break machine. this man's brain. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a conversation with Beth at Pegasus Spiel Games. Okay. And I want to just say it out loud to you. We talked about the publisher Pegasus Spiel not being like one of the big household names in the board game industry. Okay. And I would sort of agree with that. Sure. But I also I don't know why they're not. They come out with good games all the time. It's funny because when you say not one of the big, like the household names, I it's like I agree with you and her. Because did she say it? Yeah. I agree with her. At the same time, I, I also would say if you tell me, like when I saw the Pegasus Spiel banner in the in the, in the vendor hall, yes, that was like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I can't wait to go there. But are we... I always think Pegasus Spiel games are awesome. So do I. And Natalie is going to say something. <laughs> What is a Pegasus? No, I was going to say as a person who isn't in the know Mm -hmm. and obviously on a board game podcast. So like when you guys talk about publishers, I get to like know, you know, different Oh, the names, names of them, yeah. Pegasus Spiel. I remember specifically at this Gen Con, you guys talking about it and I'm like, Pegasus Pegasus Spiel? Almost like, what? That's a thing? So that is not something that like stuck with me. What would be as if, like one of the big? If I asked you for um, publishers, Natalie, what yeah, would be like two one? that you would say? Two or three that you'd be like, I know that this is a publisher. Uh-oh, I got them. Okay, let me hear. Them. Wow. Okay, ones that before that, Gen Con. That's okay. Whenever. Or like, yeah, say it. No, just what do you think of? Obviously, not Pegasus Spiel. So that that was not okay. in your brain six weeks ago. What 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 would you be like? This publisher, I know. Uh, fantasy and flight, fantasy flight. Okay, yep. fantasy flight. Fantasy yep. and some flights is a podcast. <laughs> <with our> friend <laughs> Nelson. Yep. I never yeah. know like which one's which. Fantasy flights. Yep. <laughs> um, fantasy flight. Fantasy flight. Yes. 
That's a that's a big one. That's a big that's one. That's a very big one. I mean, I can think of a bunch. Just give me one more. Yeah, give us a, yeah one, one more. more. I want to make it like okay, a good then, one. Okay, then give us well, three yeah. more. Okay. Um, okay. Do, what are the four X? Okay. Okay. No. Stop. 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 <laughs> okay. So I think of like. You're like I got it. Well, you just said it. floodgates, so I feel like that's you, cheating. Okay. Floodgates, fine. Are stalling, milady. What else? Yeah, you're stalling. Blue orange. Blue orange. Okay. Blue orange. Okay. Yeah. Blue orange. Chip theory. Chip theory is one. Sure. What is that one? I don't know. Is but anyway. Eagle Griffin one? Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Uh, but you Ravensburger. are for for yes <laughs> for how many publishers you know good. one of the top ones in your head is not Pegasus. No. Um. Like we were reading a list of they game, make, of vendors or whatever, and I recognize a ton. I pro- yeah. I wouldn't have recognized. Recognize. You oh, man, have a game so collection of anything. You I guarantee you, you have a game some. by Pegasus. Spiel. Yeah, you got some Pegasus. Spielers. So, anyway, um, I was. So the last game that I reviewed from them was um, was First Rat. First Rat is First Rat was awesome. Yeah, that was one of their big hits this year. Crown of Amara was Pegasus Spiel. Yeah, and like you know, you look at you know Istanbul has Pegasus Spiel on it. Mm. Hansa Titanica's uh, their new big box is Pegasus Spiel. Micro Mac. I know. I just looked over and there was like like a bunch of them. Yeah. So they're they're everywhere on these boxes. Feel like they're yeah. I feel like they're good. So I think maybe like the two of us know them because you know we. Do, they're we, very we respected to know, yeah. yes. because there's so many board game publishers i mean yeah they have not maybe ascended the ranks of like a fantasy flight or a simon or something like some big mm. like name company yeah. but i still don't i also don't, wouldn't say that they're like i wouldn't say i wouldn't call them like like, like i'm trying like to think a, of a really small publisher you know like maybe 25th century is on the up and up Right, but yeah. I would I, personally, I think Pegasus Spiele maybe has more of a foundation. Yeah, like 25th century seems like they've just kind of come out. Yeah, and they're right like busting Pegasus out. Spiele. I I kind of put them on the same on the same level as like a yeah. Renegade. I would personally, agree. but that's so. Anyway, so this game is called Fife. Fife was spell it for me. F Y F E. Got it. Fifey. Fifey. But it's called Fife. <laughs> FIFA. And Fife. this game was again when I look at the the the. Eric Martin's list on Board Game Geek of Gen Con preview list. Fife was up there. Fife had some some buzz. Also, can I just interject yeah. for one second? Yes, please. Eric Martin, the man who works at Board Game Geek, who put together the 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 list, the Gen yep. Con list. The, so everybody probably knows about that. If people don't go to Board Game Geek, he has COVID. Yeah, he does. Okay, so he was at Gen Con. So this is just and, and he he put out a post that was basically like, I was at Gen Con. I have COVID. If anybody came into contact with me, you should probably get tested. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just in case anyone's listening to this that hasn't seen that post on Board Game Geek that may have come into contact with Eric yeah. Martin, get tested. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a outside chance you could potentially have COVID. So right. just wanted to say that. Go ahead. So Fife Pegasus Spiele. Each player starts with their own very awesome looking dual layer five by five grid board. If you can get a dual layered five by five grid board, you should get it. You should do that. With on the outside are these like little notches, okay? Which Natalie was like, "What the fuck are these for?" Right That's when so we opened cool. the box. But anyway, you'll find out why. <laughs> I was like, "Why wouldn't they, they just for? make it a why square?" Do it? Oh my god, she said <laughs> yeah, that. What are these <laughs> stupid things. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> um, players also start with these like seashell Lucky Charm tokens, which I'll tell you about in a second. You can sell those down by the seashore. Yep, that's true. There is a giant bag, which is bo- like almost too big, but but good. <laughs> it is. Like in a good way. It is. At least You're it's right. not too almost fucking too. small. Could, we could all put our hand in there at the same time. Yeah. At least it's not too small. It's like a sack. We games where it's like, this is full to the top. Yeah, it's a big, it's like Santa's sack. It's like a sack. potato sack. Yeah. <laughs> so it has 125 tokens in it. 
The tokens are one of five <laughs> symbols, one of five colors, and one of five numbers. One, two, three, four, or five. That makes sense? Yeah. I'm glad five it wasn't times four, five, five, times five, six, five is 125. <laughs> right? Yes. Five times five times five is 125. Five times five. This is like is work, 25. Natalie. Don't you love this? Yeah, five cubed. Yeah, five cubed is 125, <laughs> maybe. And then there's a, a few seashell tokens in there by the seashore. She sells um, them there. <laughs> what you do is you stick your hand in the, in the sack. We all stick our and, hands collectively. Yeah. And you touch your hands. You At what point hands does around. a bag become a sack? Um, when is it a... thrown over your shoulder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a continental sack. Yeah. <laughs> then it's a sack. Does your sack hang low? Does it wobble? Do you <laughs> Can you tie it in a knot? So you stick your hands uh. in the sack <laughs> and you pull out a token and you place it on your token board. Usually you have you have two tokens on your board and then you take that token, you place it into your five by five dual layered grid. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. As soon as you place your token <laughs> onto your grid, you have to take one of your surfboards. You're scoring surfboards and place it pointing to a row or column that that token was placed into. What is the theme which is of this what game? those notches are. I don't know. Yeah, what does Fife mean? I'm going to Google it. Well, it's, it's, it's like, oh, you got your surfboards. I think you're like creating is it like a beach? A, the most appealing Because it's like a beach yeah, or something, Yeah, it's like a beach. Right? Um, I don't know, but it's a puzzle and it's not easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for Yeah, sure. lay your tiles in the south side dream cleverly to collect victory points. South side? So you must be collecting these things and placing yep. them. Okay. okay. Anyway, it could be anything. It's very abstract. So... If you end up placing a tile that already has these scoring uh, surfboards pointed to it, you don't have to place one. So if you that's are the placing dream. it, yes, that's oh, like, yes. Golden okay. ages. All right, I either ruin this or this is yep, good. Or this and is I great. don't have to ruin something else. So these scoring tiles, these scoring surfboards are a bunch of different variations of how you can score that row or column. So it might be like number in ascending order. So one, two, three, four, five, or five, four, three, two, one, or all the mm -hmm. same color, or all the same symbol, or like a full house of something, or a mix of just stuff. Okay. You also have to pay attention to the diagonals. Which is something I was like, shit. Toward the end of the game, I was like, I don't even have anything in the diagonal. Yep. I know. I like forgot about this. This is why it's good as so not square. The moment that you score, the moment that you finish a row or column, you see if you fulfilled that scoring surfboard that it's pointed to. If you did, you flip it over. If you're the first one to do it, you get a bonus for being bonus. the first one to complete that thing. And then once your 25 tiles are put in there, your tokens, the game is done. Okay? So you've collected points throughout. You add up your surfboard points and... You see who wins and who loses to Dave. Okay, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, Dave just what crushed us all. Happened. <laughs> yeah. See how far you are away from Dave. Me and Jeff, we were like in the 80s, and Dave had yeah. like 120. Yeah, we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I don't understand why I was so stupid at this game, but it also made me feel better that Ryan and I were close. We're like, all right, well, we're close. Yeah, we were within like two or three. Yeah, so we were close to each other. But the game, for how simple, because I explained the entire rules to you, mm -hmm. um, the one thing that, that, I'll talk about that in a second. I don't understand why I'm so stupid at putting these tiles into these spots and not fulfilling any goals. <laughs> it's I'm not like, just you. How am I doing? How am I not it's getting hard. anything for rounds and rounds and rounds? So the game is difficult. The puzzle is tough because well, it's random too. But yep. it is a puzzle that I liked. I liked. I. It wasn't a stupid feeling where I was like, "This is bad, stupid." Yeah. Like when I've played games like we've talked about earlier, Alchemist or Code Seven Seven Seven, where I get something wrong and I'm like. Fuck me. Uh, Fuck you. Because Fuck everybody too. If you're in the middle of this game, you are you know that you're you can't complete all of this. Mm -hmm. So all right, let me place a token here to get this column or row done. I know I'm screwing this other one up, but I can't finish them all. Yeah. Right. How many score? At I don't least know how many I know I'll are. get this one. Yeah, there's like twelve you can put out twelve scoring rows, columns, and diagonals. And I was like, you're gonna get half of them. Maybe maybe a, maybe a couple more. 
or, or maybe a couple, a couple less. less. Yeah. And once you get that through your brain, I think you can play the game a little more effectively at least, or at least be a little slightly happier. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, less butthurt. Yeah. yeah. The puzzle itself... Was, like, if everything you, screwed up? Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. like a game like Sagrada, which has a little more like drafting and some, some player interaction with that, but yeah. if you like the puzzle of Sagrada of... My dice can go here, but it can't go here, and this number can go here. This puzzle is similar to that, but it's harder. So yeah. if you like that tougher puzzle and a little more randomness and having to like think on on the spot, I really think you'd like Fife. I the one thing I didn't mention are these lucky charm tiles that I think elevates the game to a point at which you don't feel like the randomness is always going to kill you all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what these are is if you reach in the bag and you pull out a seashell tile, down by the seashore, you can activate one of your Lucky Charm or seashell tiles that you have, which gives you a power. Okay, It is move something around the board. It is score something twice or score something with only four instead of five. It basically are, if you've played Sagrada to continue that connection, it's the tools in Sagrada. Mm-hmm. If you use those seashell things you lose some points. So if you don't use them, you get points at the end of the game added to it. Those I really liked. I thought that that made the game to me feel not so, boy, am I fucked. Like, I didn't have that feeling as much. We didn't get as many of those tiles get pulled out. Um, there were still a few. But there, there was still there a few. Like You're going four. to get them in the game. And if they come at the right moment, gross, you can, um, <laughs> you can feel like, okay, I have a chance. I have a chance to now finish this tile or row. It could just be the thing that be. makes it go from I have zero points yeah. to I have 18. Yeah. So yeah. I personally liked the game. It's challenging where I don't know if I want that challenge all the time. Like it's not going to be something I play all the time. And especially yeah. I play games in my Monday group with smart people who I know uh, like Joe, Dave, and Bill are smart and they can do this puzzle maybe more effectively than me or think about it for longer because I don't take a lot of time doing things. Um, So I could get destroyed in this game over and over again, but I did enjoy the puzzle. We all played this together. What did you guys think? I really enjoyed Fife, Fifi, Fifa. (laughs) It felt, like Jeff said, very Sagradish. We're going to call that Sagradish. Yeah. Uh, You have a grid of things you're placing, right? And then you score based on how they're placed. I really enjoyed uh, that mechanism, much like in Downtown Farmer's Market, of choosing how you're going to score. I like that game. Yeah. It's kind of random at first, as you have no idea what you're going to draw. Yet you have to place a scoring marker tile. You're like, I don't want to. Yeah. You place that very first tile, you're like, I don't know. I guess I'll go for this one. Yeah. And then the next one, you're like, well, I'm going for this one now. And then you're like, I just... Fucked yeah, myself. Because your first five, so six bad. tokens, you have yeah, to put out scoring They're based on things. one yeah. token that you put out there, and you're like, what am I supposed to do? Um, so you're just guessing and then and hoping that it'll work out the way you want to. And when it does, it feels great. Yes, it does. When you draw that tile and you're like, oh, <laughs> I am the smartest motherfucker. But uh, when you're waiting all game to draw a token with a number fucking four on it, <laughs> and you just don't, it is maddening. Yes. The shell powers, like Jeff talked about. That's what makes the game awesome. I do not like games where you draw randomly and are forced to deal with the randomness, even though there's nothing you could have done differently other than get a better draw. Right. Calico comes to mind here, as does the first edition of Bruges. But in this game, luckily, there are these damn shell powers that allow you, when a shell is drawn, to change your bad luck a bit to be able to help you get out of a situation that you were maybe only in 
because you just couldn't draw the fucking right tile you needed all game until after you covered up that space you needed it for. Well, these shell powers allow you to manipulate your board at the cost of some points, and that decision was good and turned the frown upside down a few times. <laughs> I really enjoyed the quickness of it as it sets up in no time and plays in no time. You just draw tiles and play tiles, and that's it. And that's that really goes a long way into replayability. Things I didn't like. So I kind of already talked about it, but the randomness can feel punishing here. As the game goes on, you simply get... You can get screwed by not drawing what you need, only to watch your neighbor get the exact right tile <laughs> they need at the exact right time when they score 18 points and you yeah. score nothing. Is your neighbor's name Dave? Neighbor's name is Dave. Yeah. There was a couple times <laughs> he's like, oh, look, I well, pulled a four. No, that gives me a one, two, three, four, five, and yeah. it gives me a four, 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 four. Yeah. Wow. 25 points. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. You just drew a fucking four right in front of my turn. Three, turtle three. God damn yeah. it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that feels very bad. Um, and it's again, that's just based on nothing other than the right of the wrong pull at the right of the wrong time. And that doesn't feel great and can lead to those screaming pillow moments. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, though, I enjoyed this game. I don't think I enjoyed it so much that I'd want to purchase it as it didn't blow my hair back or give me that feeling where I thought about it a bunch afterwards, like something like Rear Window blow or Kites. Back? Yeah, blow my hair back. Whoa. Like, whoosh, whoosh. like wind. But that's a saying. Have you not heard that saying before? It didn't blow my hair back. Like, I heard like blow my socks off. Knock Ooh. your socks off. Oh. No, no, it's, it's knock your socks off. <laughs> no, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's not blowing your socks off. Knock my hair off and blow my socks everywhere. My socks are all over this place. I am glad that Jeff has this at least because I would I would happily play it again. If like you were like, let's play Fife. I'd be like, cool. All right, yeah. let's play Fife. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Natalie? <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> she's getting drunk. This is already her second seltzer that yeah, she just... Yeah, if you heard the... In a, <laughs> a minute ago, which she could have just opened six feet away where yeah. she got it no, from. No, she's like, I'm going to wait she till I get it right to next table. to the microphone. And then when is open, no, it's going to be like in the middle. a foot from the microphone. Yeah, but you were also eight feet over there by the refrigerator. Could have opened it right when you... Over there. Yeah, well... Well, yeah, well, I'm drunk, so well, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Fife's dumb. Fuck yeah. you. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I had a lot of the same thoughts as you guys. Here we go. You guys coming out. Hey, you guys. I had a lot of the same thoughts. She's Ooh, Italian. Guys. She is Italian. She's a Papalardo. She's a Papalardo. Uh, yeah. I had the same thoughts as you guys. Her Italianist comes out when she gets drunk yes. on seltzer on seltzer beer. <laughs> I had a lot of the same thoughts as you guys. Uh, Luigi Mario. <laughs> God this is it. very. This is a very. <laughs> do every time. Yeah, this is doomed. perfect timing to perfect talk about time. this because okay. okay, I liked this game. I like how it felt like Sagrada ish. This was on your list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. This was my third number one because I <laughs> fucked up the first two number ones. <laughs> Wait, why did you have to have okay. three number ones? Yeah. <laughs> Listen back to episode ninety five. Find out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like the Sagrada feel of this where, um, like you said, you kind of have to like put put whatever like fits. And at the beginning of this game, you kind of feel like, like I got this. Like everything is yes. going to go my way. It's going to be great. Yeah, and then yeah. as things like start to fill up, you're like, fuck, yeah, fuck. That's easy. ruined. That's this ruined. You know, like there was at the beginning, I'm like, I just need this whole row to be red. Easy. I like never easy. picked a fucking yeah. red again and had one red on my whole board. And I was like, are you kidding me? You guys keep getting those <laughs> You know, but I mean, it was still fun. Like it was, you know, there's a lot of games like that. And and just trying to like do the best you can in general is just a fun, enjoyable experience. But you guys keep talking about no, how the seashells really helped you out. Yeah. Well, let me just say. Okay, hold on. I'm not saying that the nest because I don't, I don't even know if I used one. No, you're not. You don't know what I'm going to say. You I don't even know, know if I use one. You don't one. even know. What I don't even say. know. You guys better shut up. You guys shut the fuck up. I didn't even use one. Listen to this. Okay. So in the middle of this game, oh 
Ben and them come by. Sure. Yep. And yeah. Emily starts pouring me some wine. Oh, and I got right, kind of drunk. Right. So right. probably the second half of this drunk. game, I was like not I was I would like like would we be on the next turn and I'd be like, What? Yeah, there was a seashell true. that came out? <gasps> like no one told me. No one told me. <laughs> no one said and out so loud. Then, or like just you're so like you guys know I'm about to close my eyes behind. and my ears for the whole game. Right, basically. So I was just like not really paying my like full attention and then I missed a bunch of seashells and I'm like, I could've used that, but I feel like it's cheating to like go and like use it now. What'd you guys have for dinner? <laughs> Yeah, oh, did we just talk yeah. about that. Remember We're trying to. Just, um, let's finish the we game. We talked Almost about done. dinner for about ten minutes already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why well, you tell me to listen to every single thing everybody? Well, Emily says. was very polite and just acted Repeated like that. Exactly. You didn't have that conversation. Well, she yeah. doesn't have to live here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, she's five times a year. <laughs> yeah, I did like this game. Um, so it's funny because we it was on my list and we like walked by it before we played it at Gen Con and we were standing there and Ryan's like, let's get it because we, we were like watching some people play it. Yep. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I was like, based on looking at it, I was like, I can I know exactly what this game is. And I feel like we're never going to play it. And so like, never gonna play it, never it's kind of like what it. you said, like, I liked this game and I would totally play it again. Yeah. But I'm glad we didn't buy it because I can see this being something that like never comes out at our house alone which is you and me yeah you know what it kind of reminds me of in that way is juicy fruits we played juicy fruits we're like we like this. We were like this we're probably great. not gonna play yeah, it i don't think we'll ever play but it. i liked it you know yeah, like that nice. that puzzle is also fun yeah this like right yeah really exactly yeah. it was really good this but. plays five which helps i think in in a lot of people when they're shopping for games and looking for like a fun puzzle when yeah Oh, I have five people. This is a five yes. person that that will play no, in the same amount of time. It would. plays quick, and yeah. I love that about it. It's Again, very pretty everyone too. Everyone just dumps yeah. their hand into the sack. Yeah, you just <laughs> you oh, put it right in the satchel. When I googled <laughs> five, swirl it around. Nothing really came up except just like that. It's a name, like a person's oh. like name, like last name or whatever. Um, but in on BGG basically says the theme is like dreamy South Seas location with a blue sea beach and palm trees. But what will you find as you oh, dig in the sand? Her? Who tells Don't her? Tell her. Should we have someone write in no, and no, tell no, her? Did let, you say no, this no, already? Let her listen to the episode. Did you okay, say this okay. already? We're not going to say shit. We're Was I over at the fridge? Yeah, you were not open. You were not opening your beer on Did camera you say this on audio. Jeff said this exact thing already. It's okay. It's okay. We had a calzone for dinner. <laughs> And we got it from this place, but the cheese was okay. okay. Everybody now has firsthand knowledge <laughs> of the non-listening. What am I just supposed to hear every goddamn thing you guys say all day? He just said that. <laughs> well, I it's just okay. looked up Fife, and here's I what I found. Fife God is like, what if Fife's like an island or something? Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh, boy. God. Classic. That's so Fife by Pegasus. That's a great game. On. One of my favorite things about going to Gen Con is finding that game I didn't expect to find. Roaming the vendor hall is so much fun because of what could be. The hidden gem. Yes. The it's diamond so in the rough. It's so great to just wander mm-hmm. and glance and hear a little you know, pitch and stop and demo something quickly and see if it's something you like or see a game that you didn't know was going to be there and there's a crowd forming. What the heck is this? This next game I'm going to talk about is that game for me this year. It's no surprise to all of you that I've been obsessed with blank and rights of all the games I purchased at Gen Con this year six of them were basically like blank and rights <laughs> except for of some sort yeah. as we were walking the vendor hall we spotted the giant everdell tree everyone was getting their picture taken inside this thing we wanted to do so as well so you've likely seen the picture of the three of us posted on the gamecasters instagram story anyway directly adjacent to the everdell tree was the whiz kids booth 
where I immediately spotted a blank and right game I had been searching for for a long time called Super Skill Pinball 4Cade. Eureka, I shouted as I held the game above my head like I had just pulled Excalibur from the stone or held up baby Simba for all of the Serengeti to see, and I instantly got super pumped up. It was then uh, that on the same table, I also caught a glimpse of the next game I just spent the longest amount of time ever preambling about before saying the name of, and this is called <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons Dungeon Scrawlers Heroes of Undermountain. Saying the wow. title of this game is longer than the actual game. I just play. call it Dungeon Scrawlers. Now, I <laughs> honestly, I saw this on the table <laughs> and decided in that exact moment that I had to have the game. I've done this in the past, and it hasn't quite worked out for me. <laughs> as last year's arch ravel indicates, but lucky for me, I'm an idiot. And so here I am again with the same <laughs> wide-eyed optimism for this guy. So I purchased it knowing nothing about it other than it appeared to be some sort of blank and right, and I got it home, looked up some reviews, got extremely disappointed, and gave it a whirl. <laughs> In Dungeons & Dragons, Dungeon Scrawlers, Heroes of Undermountain, players are essentially solving a maze. You take your marker at the beginning of the round and simply trace a line from the start all the way to the finish. And when you're done, you shout, done! And everyone else has to immediately stop. Most points wins. What do you think, Natalie? Just kidding. So the maze is segmented into a ton of little rooms, and each room has something to interact with in some way, designed to both slow you down as well as earn you points. It's D&D, so you're going to fight monsters, collect treasures, cast spells, etc., en route to the end of the maze, which is usually this giant boss to fight. The way you interact with these things depends on what it is. Say you start the maze drawing a line from the starting room into a connected room that has two monsters in it. Before you can leave that room, you have to kill the monsters, which just means you have to spend time shading or coloring in each monster until you can't see them anymore. Then you continue on until you get to a room with, say, treasure. To interact with that, you simply outline the treasure. Then you might encounter some stones, numbered one to six, all mixed up. For those, you have to simply draw a line starting at one and ending with six, and you have to go in order. All of these things slow you down, but also give you points at the end. Once you eventually get to the boss at the end, he's this huge monster that you, again, have to color in to kill. And once you do that, you yell, done, and everyone else has to stop immediately. You then pass your sheet to the player on your right who totals up your score or determines that you fucked up and penalizes you. And then you go through two more mazes, and whoever has the highest score at the end wins. So things I liked. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Dungeon Scrawler. Heroes of Undermountain. Just call it Dungeon Scrawler. That's the name. Dungeons and Guild Dragons Hall Merchant <laughs> Dungeon. Dungeons and Dragons Dungeon Scrawler Heroes of Undermountain. <laughs> Sounds like the most simple and disappointing game you've ever heard of. And let me just say, it is incredibly simple. It's maybe the simplest game I've played in a long time, but holy hand grenade, is it fun. It's so much fun to race through a maze with a dry erase marker, fighting monsters, casting spells, collecting treasure, and figuring out on the fly which room to go to next to get you the most points to kill the boss the fastest. I did not anticipate this being a kid's game, but this one is fun for the entire family. My 10 and 8-year-old both loved it, and Natalie and I even love playing it uh, alone. But mm -hmm. we also love playing it with them. Mm -hmm. um, it's really fun. The artwork is really well done. It's lush. It's colorful. It's fun to look at. And the game comes with 10 different dungeons maps to explore, and each one can be completed in multiple different ways. There are slightly different mechanisms found in each one, and I was just really pleasantly surprised by what the game was. And how much I enjoyed it after finding out what it was. There's also each player gets a little player power, which is just a different way, an easier way to get you through the maze. And ugh, gosh, it's cool. So things I didn't like. There's no way around saying this game is 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 meant for families. 
It's fun enough that it can be a, a little filler game for other game groups, but it's so damn simple that it's likely not going to be enough to warrant a purchase for any sort of hardcore gamer looking for a and d roll and write. Because it's not even really a roll and write. Yeah. It's just a write. It's just a maze. It's a write. Basically, yeah. It's basically just a maze. It's like work. It's a, yeah. It's work. <laughs> it's, work. Wow. it's just a maze. Now, I, for one, love mazes. And this one adds to it by making it a race and giving you things to do during the maze. But it's still just a maze. And so I can see people being very disappointed, very, with this game <laughs> for that reason. I also think, given the amount of ink you're using each play, that these markers will likely not hold up very long to repeat, pay, repeat plays. Some of the boss monsters are really large, and to kill them, you have to completely fill them in. And so it's a lot of dry erase ink that you're using each play. Mm -hmm. And the markers are, you know, those really super tiny dry erase yeah. markers. Even the just entire board is kind of big. Right. So you're drawing, a, you're using a lot of this yeah. dry erase marker every instance of this game. Now, that's not a huge gripe. But I do wonder how quickly they're going to run out. Mm -hmm. Overall, though, I absolutely love this little game. And I'm going to have a ton of fun playing this with the kids, pulling it out on a, uh, on a, to play with Natalie when we're absolutely tapped mentally looking for something to do, as it's really just perfect for that kind of situation. It's just a lot of, as Jeff called kites, just like fun. This one is just fun. Yeah. It's just a pure fun kind of a game. What do you think, Natalie? Well, first of all, man, we talked about six Gen Con games and we all like liked all of them yeah which is yeah, not normal like, it's not like i want to love everything yeah i just want to point out like everybody knows that if we don't like it we'll say it and we're gonna these, talk we a little are, more about gen con there are some games that we're not yeah that that's why we didn't go into episode about the ones we didn't like as much you but just fucking will. <laughs> um i loved dungeon scrawlers too i was, wait dungeon scrawlers too Shit. Holy well. cow. Uh, <laughs> 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 T-O-O. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like I always just repeat everything you say. Well, but. it's not your fault. You always <laughs> tend to go after. So I, you, yeah, you know, I say everything. You can <laughs> explain the game. I know. To explain and if you game. explain, you get to go first. Yeah. Back in episode 30 something, you were a game explainer. <laughs> and now in the last 60, you have dropped that hat. And I probably could have explained Dungeon Scrawler. If you picked a game that we all played, you would go first, I would go last. Oh, Wouldn't that be great? And then me and you coordinate and cow. we can look at Ryan's computer Say and figure everything out what that he would I'm said. the one that's like, oh, you guys already took it all. I know. <laughs> yeah. So continue. Um, no, but I, I mean, I agree. It's so simple. The the fact that you're not just doing a maze, you're doing a maze and like going through and trying to like get all these points. And then each, there's like 20 different boards and we've done. There's 10. Oh, there's... Yeah, there's oh, 10. I thought you said 20. Yeah, there's 10. Okay. There's 10, and we've done four so yeah. far. Um, and each one is different and, like, sometimes a little more complicated. Like, now you have to go through and get this certain color key to get through this certain door and, you know, just different things like that. Right. Um, and even playing the same board, you're going to play it different ways. Exactly. And it's really fun um, also because, like, it's so simple, but you're. it's also make the part that makes it difficult is that you're trying to beat the other players like you're trying to go as fast as you can and so that makes it kind of hard too because like like we were saying sometimes on when the board started getting a little harder like you're kind of just focused on where you are and sometimes i would kind of like i would mean to go up towards the top and i'm somehow i'm like oh no i'm going back down how did this happen but like that's where it's taking me kind of thing or like other times where you're like okay i'm in this spot i need to stop take take a look back at the whole picture to see where i need to go instead of so i don't go get myself in like a situation you know um but like playing just with you was like so fun that i would just keep i would do that yeah, as like agreed. a little like fun filler game to play at night and then, At least she didn't say playing with just you was 
Not fun. 100% <laughs> average. Yeah, it was average. But I just mean it was also really fun playing with the kids. You know, they picked it up immediately. Yeah, they did. And, you know, Lexi loves mazes. <laughs> it's funny because they always have like mazes on um, kids' menus. Yeah, like play mats at a restaurant. Yeah, at mm. restaurants. And it's like that's like her favorite part of those. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, she's going to like this. And, um, and she did. And the best part about it is like playing a fun game with the kids that we really enjoy that's hard to find yeah because like obviously like we'll like sacrifice some fun for it's like to play a game with them you know because sometimes there's like games that they like and we're like eh, the game kind of sucks but we'll play it to like have a fun you know family game night with them so it's i'm really excited when there's games that we like love that they can also play and they also like and that's like my favorite yeah this part about this but um but i also thought this was really fun so that's Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeon Scrawlers, Heroes of Under Mountain. <laughs> Merchant Hall Guild Explosion. Under Mountain? Guild, Heroes I thought you said Guild Thunder Merchant. Mountain. No, Under Mountain. Oh. Like underwear. Like Underbite. Yeah. Dungeon of Underbite. Under <laughs> Dungeons of Underwear. So that is six, yeah, six games that we... Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch more here in just a minute when we get into this episode's Natalie's Nook. Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You've stepped inside of Natalie's Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I'm excited to talk about our 2022 Gen Con experience. Did we buy a ton of games? Yes. Did it live up to our expectations? Sometimes. Was it back to pre-COVID status? Yes. yes. Let's find out. Okay. Oh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> cut, cut, our, Spoiler cut, our, cut our commentary. Um, roll, roll them. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this Nook is just going to be like an open general discussion. But we just wanted to talk about our experience at Gen Con everything and anything we can remember okay, and sure. share with you guys. I, I like pooped this. three times on day two. No. <laughs> oh, okay. So on, day two. let me just start. <laughs> on, day, no <laughs> on day one, we arrived and we had to do something that we've never done before. We had to stand in line for vaccination wristbands and we were all very nervous about yes. it because every single person out of like 50, 60,000 people have to get this wristband. Right. So we were like, oh my God, they, I, do they have efficient process? How's this going to go? Are we going to be yeah. in a well, two hour long line? We were comparing line? it to the line that we stood in for the will call to get our tickets that one year yeah. where we were in line for two Which and a half hours. absolutely miserable. It was, right. miserable. It was miserable. So like, a, we had, we like had nightmares a lot of our that. friends went um, to Gen Con on Wednesday night. We don't go till Thursday morning. And so we were like asking them like crazy, like, how was the line? What was it like? Like some people said it wasn't bad. Some people were like, oh man, the line was like super well, long. Well, they kept updating us. They were like, okay, it's yeah. this time. It was only 20 minute wait. But at 5 p.m. Now it's like an hour. Hours. And then right. at 8 p.m. Now it's like four and so, hours. So like we had it's no like, idea <gasps> like when we walked in what we were going to get ourselves into. But luckily it's like a 10 minute we wait. were through in line. oh gosh it, it was could nothing. we get there like 11 there in the morning so we got there pretty early it is already after it started so like i could see it being long like right before the doors open which we got there after that and so yep. i think we lucked out we had to wait like 10 minutes and there was, was a lot no of people deal. the line was open tuesday before gen con and wednesday yeah. before and gen wednesday con. it was so open till 2 a.m yeah so i think there were people who waited 45 minutes so if if the majority of people that were there on Thursday with us already got their bands, we might have yeah. just hit it at a right time. Yeah. But I thought the process, even if you waited 45 minutes, the line was moving. It, it just moved. happened yeah. to be a massive There's like, line. here's my card. Here's your band. Next. Right. It was yep. like a quick thing. Yep. That went really, really smoothly, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. But yes, I was nervous like shit. I was even debating, and we've never even mentioned going down Wednesday. Right. And like mm. finding a place. I know. I was like, should we have done that? <laughs> or like getting a hotel and then driving in. So we're there at 8 mm-hmm. o'clock before we even <laughs> thought about that. Because I thought, well, if we're there Thursday, it's going to take us forever. Right. And it took us no time. Right. No time. It was nothing. 
Which oh, luckily we didn't do that. But Jeff, yeah. even before that, Ooh. was there something that you wanted to share? Oh, God. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, so, what do you... Jeff, what so happened? So listen to this. <laughs> what happened? Getting ready for what Gen happened? Con. So I feel like the week and a half leading up to Gen Con, I'm just so excited. Yeah. Right? You're just pumped up. Nobody wants to work. Natalie wants to play games that are like work, but I don't want to like <laughs> think about work or do anything. I am doing summer school, whatever. So on this would be Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon, I I taught summer school. I did my board game club, my board game class yep. at summer school. Talk more about that stuff later. I get home and I open the cabinet and Devin bought a little piece of candy. Ooh, I'm like, okay, yeah. baby. And there's not a lot of candy in our house because Devin's on a diet. I'm on like a half diet, so there's not a little candy. So there's a little Werther's candy in there, like Old Man Werther's candy. I love Old I love, Man Werther's like butterscotch. candy. Yeah. So Old Man Werther's candy, they have the the OG is the hard candy. Yep. And then they have now like a chewy version. Yeah, the okay? square. So the, yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a rectangular prism. Yeah. I took there was a chewy one. I was like, it's okay, a rhombus. Sweet. <laughs> Boom. Ate that. Devin had one. Cool. Sounds good. I take a quick nap and. Then I go and pick my son up from grandma's you house. You had one of these. One. And at my mom's house, Jack's grandma, I'm like, I'm feeling a little weird. I'm like, I got some tummy issues going on. Yeah, you know? a little girls. Everyone knows that feeling, a little, little yeah. stomach yeah, a little girls. girls. Like, something's not and right. And Devin and I have a, have a secret thing where we call, like, that kind of thing, like, a you're going to have a PA, which is like a poop attack. All right. A PA. Okay, it's that feeling okay. of, like, I don't have to poop, and then, oh, shit, I have to poop. Yeah, that's, like, that's it's a like, PA. It go, it's like an instant... PA. It's not go. like where you build up like, oh, I have to poop. I'll wait a little bit. No, this yeah. is like, I need to like, go to the I gotta go now. If I don't go now, bad stuff's okay. gonna come out. So, we're there and we're like, alright, the, the gurgles are happening. Yep. Whatever. It happens. Could have been a lunch thing. Who knows? So, for the next 36 hours <laughs> from Tuesday into Wednesday, uh, Devin, I'm sorry I'm embarrassing you in front of dozens of people. <laughs> we didn't leave the dozens fucking bathroom. We, we didn't leave. <laughs> there are dozens there of us. Dozens of us. Um, we didn't leave the bathroom. Like, <laughs> it was it was just a, it, it was an explosion of shit in this, in my house. A fucking PA. I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is not a symptom of COVID. I tested myself. I'm like, I don't have COVID. What the fuck is going on me? Do I have the flu? This is the worst thing that i have felt in a very very long time <laughs> non-fucking stop oh. so we're like what is this and why do we have it at the exact same fucking time right so we start you know investigative sherlock holmes in this sure what did i and eat? come to find out the werther's candy that we had was like sugar free oh that's the bad stuff which is if you've heard of the, the gummy bears, <laughs> the Haribo, yeah. whatever that thing is, the sugar-free one. this is apparently the same type of thing. And on the back of this Werther's thing, in the bottom right-hand corner, in tiny things, it says, this could cause a laxative effect. <laughs> and boy, did it. Explosive PA. Why would you I sell lost, candy that could cause a laxative effect? I lost two and a half pounds over the course of 36 hours. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I, I then filled it with island noodles immediately right. when I got to Gen Con. If you Con. want to lose weight before Gen Con, just have one yeah, tiny one like, <laughs> Jeff, what's that five? I was so nervous that I wasn't going to be able to go to Gen Con or I was going to get in the car on Thursday and be like, we got to pull over six times because I have to continue to shit over and over and over again. <laughs> if you had more, does it, ex- is it, ex- it exponential like, growth? It was like nauseating. It was just, it was Ugh. the worst fucking feeling. And I, I feel like we've all kind of been sick like that. People, you've been sick yeah. like that. Before. Oh, yeah. You're just like, I guess I'm just never leaving the bathroom for the rest of my life. And so did you not eat anything else? It was I, for Tuesday, no. We didn't eat anything. Wednesday, Devin and I had like, you know, the soup. 
Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, what's going to Is this going to stay down? Right. right. And it no, was just, it didn't. It was fucking awful. And then Wednesday night, I started to feel better. I'm like, okay, I think I can... I could do this. I woke up Thursday feeling better. So did Devin. And it was all of a sudden just like gone. gone. As fast as it showed up, it disappeared. Oh it was so fucking awful. I don't understand. That's one. That's like the one, tiniest little thing. One How candy. does it produce that much bile and evil things so it was not just us Devin pulled up some like amazon reviews and looked at like other people who were like don't fucking buy this don't (laughs) eat this there's some amazon reviews i'm gonna pull it up right now um (laughs) that said what the hell's in your body that it's like it's cleansing i have no idea there's one amazon review from anna if you like being able to poop through a screen these are for you (laughs) you should probably go ahead and call into work this so this anna person ate eight or nine of them (gasps) Uh uh-oh she said, the effect was my internal organs were blasting out of my rectum at the speed of a bullet. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, please read this before you buy it. Yeah, this them. is just like the Harry Bow thing. She's like, on the bottom yeah. of the back of the box, it warns of a laxative effect. That's like saying a stick of dynamite may have an explosive effect. <laughs> it's the worst diarrhea I've had in my life to the point she had to call into work for a couple days in a row. Oh, my God. I, I just can't help but think, what if you had... What, what if what you if just I popped just three of those in your mouth? Candy. Yeah. It was... That's a horrible. You, it was you insane. Can you imagine if you did this Wednesday night? Oh, you can't go to Gen Con. I would have. What would you I do? I would have had to drive separately, and it would have taken me hours and hours. And I would have <laughs> had to pull. Or, or I would have felt. I would have been like, I'm sick. You'd mm-hmm. have been in misery. Right? I am sick, and I was like, and then we figured out Wednesday, like, okay, we're not, we're not, like, yes, we're sick, but we're not flu sick, contagious, right, like sick. contagious. Yeah, we are apparently Werther's chewy fucking Just candy. A stomach sick. issue. Yeah. So those were out the window. Yeah, the were their So this is your warning out there. <laughs> fucking nightmare. Did you immediately like throw it away? Oh, like, yeah, get this out of our she house. Th- she bought like two no, other you like. Save it for your enemies. Because, because the one of these things <laughs> on this candy. diet. Yeah. yeah, one of these things <laughs> on the diet that Ryan also knows is like it's zero sugar. Yeah, no, no sugar. sugar. Yeah. So if you can right. find something like a sugar-free popsicle as like a treat, that's like a cool thing on this yeah. diet. Right. So you're like, Ooh, and we've had like sugar-free popsicles and this other stuff, but this thing apparently has something in it. That makes you poop through a screen door. Oh Fucking God. hell. Ridiculous. So that's how Gen Con started, and then I packed, and then we left, and everything was fine. Luckily, that was Ooh. it for you, rectally. Yes, that was the end rectally. of the rectal problems. <laughs> yeah, you only my had rectal organs. pleasure yeah. the rest of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so that was a long story, but that was the, the shit poor, uh, that I went poor, through for the <gasps> 36 hours hole. before we left. Phew. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so we get there Thursday. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't remember like the exact timeline of things. Um, So we get there Thursday. The next thing I actually remember is um, getting island noodles because it was almost lunchtime. Yeah, Yeah, we pretty much had it. And we're like, island noodles. Yep. We had island noodles all four days. I remember on the fourth day eating it and being like, this is just as fucking good as As day one. Can I talk real quick about somebody we met? It might have been right before. It might have been right. We don't after. have to go in order. We can just. Well, I just wanted. To, I kind of want. It's kind of yeah. nice to go in order because it helps yeah. my brain remember yes. sequences of events. So we go. So in. we go in. We walk um, in like the 100, 200, 300 ish aisles. We mm-hmm. went to Floodgate, okay, and we picked up kites. I don't yes. know if that was before lunch or after I think it, lunch. It was the first game we picked up. It, it might have been right, right before. Right away. Yeah. And so we knew that our uh, dear friend of the show, uh, Roberto, sheer boredom, was working the Floodgate booth. Yeah. And so we spot him. And we walk over to him. I don't know. I think you were down at the... Because uh, you weren't there right then, were you? No, I think he it was, was just buying me and Natalie. Something, Maybe you were buying buy something. Yeah, you did, or right. I was behind. Right. Yeah. You were at the yeah. counter. He was at the and so register. Natalie and I walk up to him as he's he's demoing kites for somebody. And we, have, we haven't we have met IRL FTF, 
Right. We're wearing yet. masks, but we do have we're game masks. casters we have, shirts we have, We're wearing tons of game casters gear. I have a badge that says my name on it. And so we're standing by the table. He's like animated really into this teach that he's given somebody with kites. And I'm kind of just like standing there like waiting for him to stop to see me. Assuming that he's going to be like, whoa, hey, yeah. yeah. He looks, he stops. He looks at me. I don't say shit. I'm looking at it. So You're it's almost like at each other we're staring each other in down. awkward silence. I cannot, and so from his perspective, he's probably like, what the fuck <laughs> is this person doing? doing? <laughs> and I was just like, in my head, I was like, you're not going to say a word, Ryan. Don't say a fucking word. <laughs> I'm like, your hat says Game Casters. Your shirt says Game Casters. Your badge says Ryan James. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he knows you. And so we just stood there. And all of a sudden, it clicked for him. And he gave me that. Like, like uh, oh. Oh my god, he like scooped me up in a bear hug, you know, and he's like hugging me yeah. and he's like he's like, I'm so fucking dumb. I saw your gear. He's like, it didn't click. Yeah. He's yeah. like, and then all I, of a sudden he's like, Oh my god, it's you, holy shit. And so that was a really cool moment. Right? Like like the second like he did that, I was about to just like grab my shirt and be like Flash him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pull it up. Like, be like, no. you recognize me. Yeah. This is the but last time like, you're gonna then he figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So we got to meet uh yeah, Roberto Roberto for cool. the first time. Yeah, yeah. In We've person. been talking to him for years and you know, finally get to get to meet him. So they yeah, they went and got Island Noodles, which is the greatest oh, so fucking it's still so, crack it never in a carton. Old. Yep. It's so freaking good. It's great. Um I mean again, I'm I don't know the timeline, so I just okay, have a bunch just, of shit. You just want us to interject in, or you, we'll yeah, you can go. Okay, you go. Hit, well, okay, since we're talking about people we met, I started writing down all of the people that we, like, either met or met up with. Let's hear it. And okay. I was like, damn, this list is going damn. on. And I, we are so popular. Well, it's so cool because, like, you know, the first few years we went to Gen Con, we just go there for us, and we don't know anyone else there. The and now this year... Yep. It's just like now a bunch of our of friends. Yeah. <laughs> now we know at least a bunch five of people, people that we have talked to online. A bunch of people we haven't talked to online. It's just like oh, it's so cool. So obviously Roberto, sheer boredom. We saw mm-hmm. Bonds, Bondsinator again. Yep. Oh yeah. We saw we hung out with Amanda and Wally a lot. Main yep. Street Meeple. What up? Obviously guys? the Measles. The measles. Ben and yep. M. Day Night Dice. Um, the McCowns, Dave, Patty, and Katie. Yep. Their other daughter, Maggie, was there, but we never actually saw her. I saw um, her. Did you? Oh, you did? Yeah, we she, saw her. they were in the gaming hall playing some games. Right, they were playing Pokemon a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Nelson, from Nelson All Over. Yeah. Fantasy and some flights we've met up with. Um, yeah. Chris, charity board gamer. Shelly and her husband yeah. and her daughter, yeah. Franny. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, was really cool that was to meet them. Okay. Um, <laughs> you knew it. What? No. <laughs> what? No. First of all, Shelly, I just want to say real quick. Dang it. <laughs> You don't have to say this. I don't. Well, I'm going to say it. All right. Fine. So earlier. <laughs> well, I'm going to. I just want you to know you don't have to. Yeah. On the That's Discord, I, I asked you what your daughter's name was, and that was because Ryan was, I was, Ryan was like, what was her daughter's name again? I was like, I think it was Franny or something like that. And he was like, no way. And I was like. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't say it that derogatorily. I was just like, I was like, no, that's not it. Yeah. You're like, that does not sound <laughs> right. Like, no, and I was like, well, right. what do you think it is? He's like, I think it's something like Gabby. And I'm like, no. And so then I was like, I'm going to ask her. And so then turns out I was right. Ha ha. Anyways. In your face. Ha ha. Gotcha. In your face. Gotcha. We met matthias evil jerk gamer yep. and even got to play a game with him um kelly Which he hated and that was awesome he did, didn't like yep. it but we made him do it so it was fun kelly and justin um geek sheet gamer kelly yep we met uh okay. board for two is that their name yeah jen and raleigh jen and raleigh they were so freaking nice they were awesome. they were great they um, were at the big game night with us too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. paula deming we saw um at finally got a, I finally got a selfie with Paula Demings. So yep. that cool. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I have yep. I, I was gonna take another picture. I took a picture with her last year. And I was yeah. gonna take a picture with her again this year. And I was like, eh, we saw her at the at the charity board gamers meetup last year. 
too, right. yeah. and played um, when we played Gudetama with her Gudetama. husband. With her husband, yeah. Which, yeah, right. he was, yeah, that was yeah. an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that was an experience. Chad from 20th Century, Chris and Caitlin Wilson. Yep. Um, I know right. there's a lot more that like Jeff probably knows about or that I'm missing, but I just want to say one specific thing that was probably one of the coolest parts is we met Ray and Vaughn, who are listeners yes. of the show. Um, and the one thing that's like so cool about them what up guys is like a lot of these other people like we've had many many conversations with either one or all of us online you know messaging back and forth on social media and stuff them going in a little bit a lot but like ray and von like reached out to jeff and was like hey you're here we're here too want to like if i was like where are you i well let's hang out right now i was like okay and then we met them and like just that was so cool. Ah, yeah, it just like made our entire day. Like, oh yeah, it felt that was so the be- awesome that was the best part of that. Whole that day. They wanted, they were there. We haven't, we're not like, you know, we weren't talking to them previously, and they just wanted to like meet up to, with us to meet us, and it was like, we were all like, we wanted to meet on you cloud too. nine from yeah, that and experience. This will, like, it was so cool. Let's keep talking about games. Let's yes. be Vaughn and, and Ray. We can be the. You can talk to us now about everything. Right. <laughs> it was. It was every freaking little awesome. thing. I rubbed three ones out to it. Thinking yep. about that experience. Mm-hmm. Three ones. Three ones. Yeah. It was. We were like so pumped <laughs> and excited after that. Like you should have seen us. We were all like giddy. Like oh my god, that was so cool. That was really cool. That was really cool. But who am I missing? Guys. I'm sure you met a bunch um, of other I people into, too. I ran into um, uh, two Ryan's. Ryan, the oh, Meeple yeah. Among People, and Ryan from oh, you saw Specular him? Board. Yep. Oh, I, I saw um, Meeple Among People kind of yeah, like Specular across Board. the room. It was one of those like, hey, well, yeah. <laughs> if I see you, I'll see you. Yeah, right. we forgot. We were your Specular Board yes, games. We, we saw, saw them, them very early on. Yeah, that was like the first and people McKay. we like ran into. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it, uh, we're forgetting people. But, I know. Um, it was just, it was such That's a how, yeah. fun thing. Just, it was so cool. Even for two seconds seeing someone. Or there's just a lot of people who even walked by and we were like, oh, that's so and so. Oh, that, right yeah. That's They're so from this. this. They're one. from this. Yeah. I know that stuff's so cool. Um, I bought a timid monster. Yes, oh, you yeah, did. It's a They weren't too. there last year. Um, his name or her name. I don't know. It's purple. Franny. His name is Picnic. <laughs> and he always screams <laughs> for ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this <okay>. little thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a cute one. Let's see. Oh, Thursday night. We went to Ben and M. So Thursday night, Jeff and Dave and Joe and Jen and the measles did an escape room. Yes, I'll talk about yeah, that. Talk about that yeah, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear about but, that. And me and Ryan went to uh, Ben and M's apartment, who happened to be staying in the same exact apartment okay, building. Okay, that's with us. crazy. Isn't we that talked crazy? about that last episode, but yeah. that's fucking crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. They're like, where are you guys staying? Let's get our addresses so we can kind of meet up and stuff. And she's like, I think we're at this place. And I'm like, um, I think we're at this place. Yeah. 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 Like, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. yeah the that was so place. cool. Yeah, we went over there and uh, played. So we went there and we played 10 Penny Parks. We played Kites. Five well, times. Jeff joined us after his escape room. Damn it, Jeff. Yeah. And we played Rule Kites the and then Reign of Dragons. I don't remember the name. No, 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 Reign no, no. of Dragonus. That was a cool game. It was game. A very cool. Let's game. talk real quickly about those both those games. Okay. Jeff, can you talk about Reign of Dragonus? Yeah, Reign of Dragonus is the newest game from Grandpa Beck, who, again, Grandpa Beck is so fucking awesome. The family is awesome. It's a, like, mm-hmm. if you want to think of, like, mom and pop board game publisher, they're it. They publish in-house. They're this awesome family the, the grandpa back has like 18 grandchildren or something outrageous yeah. wow there are like some tlc show that they want to have <laughs> they like they they um, 18 grandchildren these games yeah they create these <laughs> games that are mostly card games and small boxes the, the their biggest most popular one is skull king skull king mm-hmm. that's their about or cover your assets cover your kingdom are another ones that are big this is their newest one and they go all out to like send to some of their reviewers, and you get like, temp- but they sent like a pin and like pop rocks in this game. Yeah, you get yeah. It's a, little, it, that was like the first pin stuff. I had on my on my lanyard this year was from Grandpa Beck, and 
this is a ladder climbing game that is very, very simple and family weight ladder climbing game. So if you're trying to, um, like going from Skull King, which is a, a kind of a faster paced trick taking game, this is a ladder climbing game. And I liked it. I liked there's it. Like, I liked it too. Oh, I liked it too. Like one through 12 and a bunch of different like powerful colors, right? So each, each dragon has a different kind of, um, strength sort of. So two twos could be beaten by two twos, but with a stronger dragon. Yeah. Simple rules. Um, but then there are a couple cars that are like, this is like the super trump and that automatically wins. There's one that sort of resets the board, which I kind of like, or resets the the ladder climbing yeah, to like go back climbing. to the beginning. I think it was like the egg or something. Yeah, yeah so the that was pretty cool. Yep. So that's a really good, um, simple, straightforward ladder climbing game. If you're looking for something to introduce to play with family, to, to people who like spades or hearts. Or I didn't want to go, play it. Yeah, I did not want to play it. I was like, I, don't, I haven't heard a thing about this fucking game. This looks boring. And then you were like, it's a climbing game. And I was like, I want to play it. Now. Yeah. Let's play it right now. Let's just play it. It was yeah. fun. It I like it. And there's a lot. not like with for how good I know Haggis is and for how good Scout is, the points in this are like you ran out of cards first, you get three points. Like yep. that's it. Yeah. There's no like it's let me count the number of cards. Yeah. Right. That's, you go second, you get two. You yeah, go third, that you helps get one. a lot. I think with getting it to the table, getting it simple enough for Grandma to play it. Um, but also fun enough for like gamers play. So I was that rain. I thought it was good. Was good. I would pick that one up. Mm-hmm. We the other game we played that night was uh, a game that I got really excited about called Ten Penny Parks. It was on my list for Gen Con games to check out, but it wasn't high on the list to check mm-hmm. out. So we went by the booth. It was Thunderworks, I think, that sells this one. And we went by the booth and we saw it on the table. And I remember thinking like immediately like this looks really beautiful. Oh, was this the guy who was like really sold? Yeah. yeah. So then the, the guy who was working there, I should have gotten his name, but he was working there at the booth. And I was just like, hey, can you tell me about this game? And he was like, yeah, let me just go through a little demo. Um, and he just explained it to us. And every single thing he was explaining made me more excited about the game. And it has polyamino tiles. I was like, ooh. He's like, but you place these polyamino tiles on your player board and they can only touch a, a diagonal. They can't touch adjacent. I was like, oh. <laughs> and he was like, and then it's a worker placement game where you're going on these tracks trying to get the highest to get the most points. And I was like, and you get a little ability if you go highest. And I was like, what? <laughs> worker placement game. If you go highest in the track, you get an extra worker for the round if you want to pay money. And we were like, holy shit. And I kept looking at Natalie like, I just cannot wait to play this. You're like, I didn't this care how much fantastic. it cost. I was like, you sold it. It looked beautiful. And so I bought it sight on scene. And this was the one I was hoping was going to be the the one that I wasn't super excited about that I uh, that that won me over. Yeah. And so we took it back and I learned it real quickly with Ben and M and we we got it played. And I think they liked it more than I did. I know Ben liked it a lot. He played it again later in the convention with uh, his friend Ryan oh, Quinn who was there with a bunch of guys and I think he had a really uh, yeah. good time with it. And Natalie and I were uh, dis- were disappointed. Underwhelmed. We were disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, underwhelmed is a good is a good word. Yeah, it wasn't a I bad wasn't game. disappointed. I was think I was, I was underwhelmed. I think well, for me specifically, it was more like we played it and I was like, that was good. But it's kind of like what I was like worried about Fife being where I was like, I was like, that was good. But I don't see us ever playing. That's this. exactly how I and felt. I, I think I liked too. Fife more than I did. I liked this. Fife. More I definitely than liked Fife. I like, oh, more I definitely liked Fife. You know, more so it was kind of like, too. that was fun. Uh, we probably shouldn't have this in our collection. It wasn't though. a bad game. <laughs> you know what it was? It was too light. It was too personal. light. That's it was the, a little bit yeah. too light. It wasn't light. quite okay. enough. So in this game, you're you're basically building a out a theme park, and it's a worker placement game, which is really cool. And on your turn, you're taking your workers, and you're placing them onto one of these worker placement spots, usually to uh, get a card. 
And that card comes with a polyamino tile, which you then take and you place on your personal player board, which is really cool. And when you're placing these polyamino tiles on your board, you have to place them in such a way so where they're touching diagonally. So you can't ever have <laughs> diagonally. Yeah. Diagonally. You can't ever place polyamino tiles touching adjacent sides, which is an interesting twist. There's some games that do that. Uh, Princes of Prince of Florence, is that what it's called? Does that. And Feast for Odin does that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was kind of a cool mechanism. And I was really excited about it. The production quality is very yeah. awesome. It looks awesome. It looks awesome. It is awesome so great yeah. table presence wise. It was just a little bit too light. And so if you're looking at this game and it's beautiful and you think it might be something that you are going to get a lot of play out of, I would caution you against this one. It underwhelmed me. But I mean, that's just me. Like I said, Ben and M, they loved it. Ben was talking right. a lot about how and much he loved the rides and the cards. They yeah. had like he was getting into the yeah, theme. they got into the theme. Yeah, yeah I didn't give a shit about stuff. any of sure. that. I didn't. I didn't. I was just concerned with the gameplay and how it felt. And it just wasn't. I wasn't enamored with the gameplay. It was fun playing right. with Natalie, was, Ben, and M. It wasn't I a bad them. game. It just was not really. It just wasn't. Just didn't hit for us. It basically. wasn't one that I think I would really be interested in going back to. Yeah. Or even Fife, which is we also say like I, maybe yeah. we shouldn't have that in our collection. I would rather play Fife again. Right. Not that, I, these, not that these games are comparable right, in any way. No. We're just using them to compare. I feel, because like, I feel like the weight... The weight is similar. Although I think Fife might be, have a little more... Who knows? Anyway, know. that was Ten Penny Parks and um, Air of Dragoness. Nope. Um, Rain of Dragon. Rain of, Dragon. of Dragon. Guild of Master Guild Halls. Of Guild Holden. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about other games that we just like played that day? Do you want to... Sure. What else did we play that day? So we sat down right away and there was a game that was on my list that I thought was going to be good called K3. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think it sucked. And I don't know Yikes. if it was just like because we kind of rushed through rules and we were playing as we were learning, but it wasn't it wasn't the that puzzle that I be. that I wanted it to be. So I was immediately kind of turned off from that. I did like yeah. the idea of what it could have been, but it just wasn't there. It didn't seem it didn't seem challenging from the first the beginning to the end. You're playing these pegs onto a common pyramid and you have to like match colors as you're playing them. That's mm-hmm. like the simple overview. But I felt like the beginning was really, really easy and then it only got hard with the last like couple pieces and I was like, Well, is that what I want? Like it seemed incredibly dull. Yeah. There was nothing yeah. it looked it I was like, I don't ever I want anything to do with this game. Yeah. It looks so yeah, boring. So that was really That was a bummer. Sh- that was a disappointment. That was a bummer. Good thing no one bought that. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, then we played kites a whole shitload of times. Um that brought that it back really up. Fun. I played a couple games at uh, this thing. Uh, again, I don't want to spoil too much of our top five. I know. Later. I feel like I'm going to talk about um, my top five. Just talk about games then. Yeah. Then we'll, so there's two we'll games that. at AG that <laughs> are like coming out out very very soon. I played Ready Set Bet um, with. Yeah, I'm really interested in that game. Cool. I've heard nothing but good things um, about this. Ready Set Bet is just a fast paced. It's like horse racing is the theme, right? And you're rolling dice, and at whatever number you move, whatever number you roll is the horse that moves. So when you say that, I think a long shot. Yes. So you think a long mm-hmm. shot, except there's no deterrence. Someone is essentially being the dice roller. They're the house. So they're rolling and, and they're rolling the, the dice, and they're moving the horses as they go. And so while that's like happening, I'm rolling, betting. moving, rolling, moving, and you're going. All right, the eight moved a couple times. I want to take my money that I have, and I want to bet on the eight. So the board to the game is essentially just this gigantic grid of where who you want to bet. Do you want to bet on the eight to win, place, or show? Do you want to bet on the six to win place or show do you want to bet on you know the the blue horses which are the the top and the bottom ones so you could like you basically are throwing bets everywhere think of like a roulette table so as the ball is spinning in roulette you're placing bets and at some point the dealer's like stop and that's when a certain number of horses crosses the line 
You mm. can't bet anymore then. Mm. Once they get far enough ahead. Yeah. So it's definitely more like hectic crazy than it is turn-based like Longshot is. So there is room for both in a collection because Longshot is like turn-based. You play cards. You can kind Are you of rolling like, two dice? You're rolling two dice. So seven is the best odds there. Yeah. So okay. the seven. So what it is is there's like a bonus essentially. If you roll the same one, if you roll the same number back to back, um, the the harder numbers, the the 9, 10, yeah. 11, 12, and the 1, 2, 3, 4, they'll move twice. So that's how they kind of catch ah. up. But um, they, 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 the percentage of times that the 7 will win Wait, is still greater. you said they'll move twice if you roll back to back? Yeah. Or the, they'll Wouldn't move they like extra. Move so they'll move like oh, two, oh, two on oh. that second one instead of just one. I see, I see. Um, but the percentage of the 7 is still higher sure. to win. But if you bet on the 7, you're not getting as much payback yeah. on the 7 yeah, as sure. opposed to the 10 or 11. That sounds cool. So it's like a hectic crazy kind of like betting and and rolling <laughs> is and it it's over cool. very quickly it's over quick but you play a certain amount of rounds so okay. you get money in round one and then there are kind of cards that you can buy that will essentially help you in the next what round. if you're the dice roller do you not get to bet so the dice roller you can do one of two things you can either be the house and just roll the dice and just like kind of be the person that hypes is, up the, yeah hypes the up everything like give the people number three yeah you can do that which is really cool um we actually, what was very cool is we got to play it with um, John D. Clare, who's the that's designer, very cool. oh, that's and cool. he was the person that rolled it. Oh, um, of he he rolled the dice and he was doing the the voice kind of. Um, I don't remember <laughs> what your question was, but you played over the course of a few. <laughs> My question was, oh yeah, the does ho- the dice roller so do what the house can do? Is either just roll the dice, or they can facilitate the game, or they can they can place house bets out there. So they can just they have like a certain amount of tiles. They don't get to bet during the game, but they get to almost bet before the game. They get more tiles and they would pay out higher. I think I would like to play to that, that that part. Um, yeah, so you can just kind of like get. You're almost guessing, but if your guess is right, you get a higher payout because you're yeah. not seeing it. So you could say, if the three of us just played, we could just rotate who does the house every round, or if a person just wants to say, I'm going to be the dice roller and the 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 person that does it because it'll it's over pretty quick, and then the next person could be the the house on the next turn. It was it was silly and it was fun. And it's something that I think with the right group could be really, really fun. With the wrong group could be really not fun. <laughs> okay. Um, it's one of those. But I think with our group, it could be like a nerd fest kind of exciting. Yeah. That's I can see like, that. Right. Being like the perfect type place of Well, now I got a question for you. So we talked earlier about the AEG big game night. Yeah. And how you mentioned that this was supposed to be the game we got instead yeah. of the Guild of Merchant Explorers. Yep. That's what it's called. What are you Pretty happy with the yeah. swap? Would I'm you have ha- been? I mean, swag. you Guild, got it anyway. Guild but. Merchant Explorer House is is Hall Guild Guildenstein Gu- is right. uh, Rosencrantz. I would play that more. I'm glad I have Ready Set Bet to play in certain situations, but I'm glad that the Guild was in the bag. Yeah. Are you Are you glad for us? Like, are you like, dang, if you got to play Ready Set Bet, that would be more fun for you? Or are you kind of like Ready you know Set this Bet is with the... 750 people would have been really fucking fun? I think. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think someone would have just rolled it. Someone would have been on a PA system being like, the two is up. The three is up. Yeah. Now here comes the four. Oh, yeah. The nine's in the back. Like, I think someone would have been doing that. And we would have been betting on like a common like mm-hmm. giant. Which that would have been really, really fun. I wish you guys would have experienced playing the game. Because I think you'd be like, okay, this is cool. Dang it. Yeah. Um, you can't get it right. But I'm glad I have it. Yeah. And that we can play it. We got to have a nerd fest. It's got to be a nerd fest event. And at the same event that I went to, uh, we played a game called Shake That House, which was also very cool. It's coming to Kickstarter, and it's... I, I hate to say that it reminded me a little bit of Tiny Towns because of... Oof. But because of the pattern, but We're man, it, fans it of that was one. so much better than <laughs> Tiny Towns. I even say. I played it, 
and it was so much better than Tiny Towns, in my opinion, because I fucking hated Tiny Towns too. <laughs> um, but it comes with this cool, like, uh, you put a bunch of cubes in this box, essentially, and you kind of shake them up, mix them up. Think of, like, Camel Up, where you're shaking the dice. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you push this button. Oh, yeah. And, they, and the, the cubes drop out into a three-by-three three grid. That's cool. Yeah. And then it's, if it's your turn, you pick the color that you want, and you place those, those colors in your city grid based on your perspective mm. and then everybody else can pick something else that's not that color okay. based on your perspective so the game has potential of being really cool i enjoyed it um that's what i played that first day <clears throat> i don't know Sweet. if you have anything else you want to throw uh, let's in there. see what do we play i think those are the only games we played actually thursday mm-hmm. thursday night was yeah. um tenpenny parks and the dragon s game right okay. and, and then kites, kites. Yeah. and then rights which we already talked about how much we love. So yeah, we yeah. can move on. We actually didn't really, you and me didn't really <clears throat> demo too much. I was, no, it was more like, hey, tell us quick, give us a quick elevator right. pitch yeah. about the game. Yeah. Like, which is kind of what I like doing Instead at Gen Con. Like, like, yeah. Tell me about the game so I can know if I want to buy it and, or, and yeah. I'll move on. Yeah. Honestly, you know? like it all blurs together to me. So I'm like, <clears throat> I don't know which day it happened. I know. know? I at have night, a list I remember, games, I don't remember like, like the daytime. Like That's fine. Yeah, so Thursday, well, Thursday was basically that, right? We went to the, we went to the convention hall. Yeah. And we got Island Noodles and we spent the rest of the time there. Then we went back while while they all went to the... Do you want to talk about the escape room? I'll talk about the escape room in our next segment. Oh, okay. okay. So it's going to come up on the so list. We, yeah, I was like, um, there's something I'm going to skip that I'll just wait until yeah. the next part. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, then we went and played games and then we just kind of were like, okay, well, that's it. We're going to go to bed. Woke up, did the same kind of thing the next morning, right? Friday, yep. we went to the vendor hall. We got there early. We wanted to... What is that when we... Yeah, we wanted to get Turing Machine. Yes. yes. That was the... Uh, me and, me and Ben line. went there to get Turing Machine. Mm-hmm. What did you guys go? Did you guys go to get anything? We Well, we remember we split up doors and yep. I said, I'm going to go in this door, you go in this door and whoever's further in line. I think that was yeah. for the other. Game. Was that was that Twilight Inscription? Yeah, we did, I think we did. It we both did it days. for both oh, of those two. Yeah. too. Okay. So I don't know where we, I don't know where Dave and I went, but it wasn't like we didn't rush for anything. Yeah, we didn't need like, to rush for anything. Okay. Yeah. We I think Acropolis was something Dave was looking at, but that wasn't selling out as fast as Turing Machine I bought it on those days. Right. So okay. yeah. So we went. He was like, because yeah, he was like, right. if you're getting in line for Turing Machine. We pick this up. Acropolis. I was like, "Do you want me to get Acropolis for you?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, okay, yeah. good." And it, it turned out to work out because that sold out. Yeah, it did. Yeah, Turing Machine, I believe, did too. Right. right, they both did within that first big line. But so Ben and I waited in line to get Turing Machine. We both got a copy of it. Yep. we were very excited about that. And then we went. We ended up going to Lucas Oil. Yes, that's oh, that that's was Friday, right and you guys did. That's where you played that down yep, there. Yeah, we played Turing Machine right that's with right. them. Yeah, I had a couple meetings on Friday with a couple different publishers. Oh yeah. Um kind of played this cute game called turtle splash from lucky duck okay it's coming out it's like a kid it's like a like a child's game but it's like a memory game i think that i could probably Is this their play first it with, kids game no they have something else that i'm not remembering off the top of my head but they do this this kind of cute thing if you ever noticed the if you know what the lucky duck um logo looks like mm-hmm. yeah the their kid version is like a duckling but in the same sort of like oh kind that's of this, cool so yeah, that's, that's really cool yeah. it almost is like you flick this little uh, disc down this slide. It's like crokinole. And then mm. you, you play like this matching game. That's right. You told it's me It's very that. like simple, but it was kind of cool. So while you guys were, I think, going to Lucas Oil or doing that, I had a couple kind of cool meetings. <clears throat> yeah. Sweet. I also played this game that I'm going to buy. It's in my Amazon cart called Hungry Hungry Monkey. Hungry Monkey. Hungry Hungry Monkey. It's a it's a, <laughs> just a simple card game. It's like sequential card playing, and you have to play all the cards in your hand and the deck. But f- some of your cards are face down, and there's ways that you play cards in order to kind of figure out what cards are in front of you. Okay. You have to play those as well. And if you play like a card that's wrong out of turn, you take like a pile of cards. It was kind of fun. I just played like one on one. It went really smoothly, just the two of us. And it plays like up to six. So it's a game that I'm kind of interested awesome. in playing with more. And it's like a $15 game. So it's Sweet. easy. 
That Tuesday sounds to, good to me. To play. But then Friday we did the big game night. Yep, that was the big game yep, night. Yep, Friday was big game night. So we're back game, to Lucas big Oil. Big game night night. Yeah, Lucas Oil. Uh, do you want to talk about that, Natalie, our experience with that? Sure. Uh, so, well, first of all, we were we arrived a slightly late because it, it took us a lot longer to walk there than we thought from our apartment. Um, and like Jeff said earlier, there was like 700, 750 people apparently attending this game night. Yeah. And so we walk in and there's like two floors of just back to back tables. I didn't think it was going to be all these games set up. And it was super weird because on the ends of the tables, there was the guilds of merchants pass or whatever. That's what it's called. The Ghost the of Gil- Christmas Past or something Pass. like that. I don't the know. The Guilds of Merchants Past. They had like a Sneezer Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 right. Oh my yeah. And then God. in the middle, and like people, these were like four player, you know, setups and everybody, and it was like full and we were like on the first floor, there's no seats. We go upstairs, there's no seats and no. we're like, oh, well, in the middle of all these yeah, tables, there's, there's this spots. old wall. Is that what it's called? This yeah, old wallpaper? That old wallpaper, that old wallpaper that set up. And so we're like, oh, we'll just sit here and play this game. And they're like, no, no, no you're you no one's allowed to sit one. in the Get middle seat. fuck out yeah. of that chair. You know chair. what? We're just like, well, I guess we just don't have a seat. Like that fucking sucks. And so yeah. it wasn't just us. There was a ton of oh, people who were just like searching for a seat. All right, sit in the middle now. Right. Then they made announcements. They're like, oh, we realized our logistical error. So you can, everyone who doesn't have a Seat can sit what they in the did middle. was, I think they had enough seats, but they didn't anticipate that. Oh yeah, we have to have the people teaching the games use some of these. Yeah, and was, so uh, it was like, oops, this, they so counted the staff in the numbers, and gotcha. so they didn't have an. Yeah, so they yeah. ended up just sitting us in the middle. So you know, the kind of bummer part was like, so we found the measles and the macounds, and they happened to be sitting at a table where the exact same table where Jeff VIPs, was to sit at. which Jeff yeah. was a VIP from going Ooh, to this other yeah. AEG event. And so him Watch and Dave got cool to sit badge. there and we were going to be able to sit in the middle of that table with all of them. Yeah. But then but they right, already told us no before. So right. we were like, right. we can't sit there. So we like, already right know. when they made this announcement that you can, this other group sat there and we we're like, oh, damn. you should have let them move. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be. Annoying. I didn't want to be a whiny little bitch about it because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was mad when that happened. I was like, I was loud and I was like, we could have sat right in the between you guys the whole time. Yeah. And they heard us, and I think they were like, "Oh, if you guys can find somebody, we'll." Yeah. And I was like, "No, no." no. Well, I looked around. I'm like, like everyone guys, immediately okay. said, yeah, "Right, we're yeah. not." Yeah. So, anyways, we just sat like the next table over, just Ryan and, and I. And it was delightful. We met two yeah. two guys. Yeah, that we, we sat played with these two with, guys. And they were super nice. Yeah, we played that. You did because you didn't end up playing that, right? That old wallpaper. I we could have. We just we left a little early, but no, we yeah. Didn't, so we we, didn't play that old we played wallpaper. that first, and and it was a cool little game. Um, do you want me to keep going about the game? And you met. Let's see if you can do it. Oh boy! Can yeah. you do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Think, think, well, before, think. Okay, I'll give you some time. Think about it. Before that happened, we were like starting to set the game up, and there was a guy's voice behind me, and he was like, "Hey, do you mind if I get a picture?" And we were just kind of like, "What? Nothing. What? Nothing." Did you want to say this part? Nothing. No, go ahead. Wait, wait. Oh, guys. oh, I see. Did I not talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. this? Okay. <laughs> Dang it, oh, boy. <laughs> Something, something else cool something happened heavy. that we might talk about in a little bit yeah, here. I, know. <laughs> I was like, when you, yeah, anyways. Um, in that old wallpaper. <laughs> that old wallpaper, you're basically taking these cards and yes. you're trying to like match up like sides yep. to build this like wall of wallpaper. And every like, um, every um, pair of like, like, so like there's different... <laughs> <laughs> Every um of like Shut um up. like so like I'm not prepared. There's different colors and each color has like a big pattern and a small pattern. And so every pair of big small color pattern that you get <laughs> earns you points. Yes. Yeah. And so you don't have to like to play a card, you don't have to have things match up, but if they don't match up, they just won't give you points. Right. And so you're basically just like picking cards 
Oh no, that's right. There's like a, there's a like bed, an like an auction yeah, thing. There's an auction that's that, right. Yeah. It's, it's all coming back to me. Pick whatever. I don't give a shit. Pick whatever you want. I was just hoping I would start talking and then it would like come back to me and I'd remember. Yeah, you're just picking cards. So basically, you have a you have a hand of what one cards like one through ten. I don't know. You have a hand of cards. One through ten, you have five. This deck that you're going through, and like each turn, each round, you're you're deciding to like auction and play like a number and everybody reveals their number and that is the order <laughs> in which like so there's like four um wallpaper cards yep set up shut up i'm not set up shut up <laughs> sit up shut up and each each so like the first uh card the lowest number gets that card right then second third fourth you know that's how you pick the cards and so if there's like s- numbers that aren't repeating everybody just gets a card based on the order of the numbers that they revealed, right? But then if people uh, played the same card... Right. We both play a five, then what happens? We both play a five. Hmm, What happens next? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Oh, that's right. You play cards, you get those things. Everybody has a different color (laughs) that they are, and whoever's color is at the top at that moment wins that, like, face-off... And they get to choose between the two. They get to choose between those two cards. The other person doesn't get any card, but they get this like wild wild card that's put aside and used later. And then the person who won (sighs) that face off, their um, color token gets put at the bottom. So then, like, they're at the bottom of the. Now they don't win ties. ties. Yeah, now they don't win ties. I thought that was a cool little game. I liked that auction part because what I liked about it was you always go from lowest to highest. But sometimes the way the cards come out, there's more cards that you want in the lower column. And so you want to play mm-hmm. a lower card to mm-hmm. get those. Yeah, I that li- was I liked that about it. I thought that was kind of interesting. I also liked the the way that they were, the wilds worked. You couldn't put a wild symbol next to another wild symbol yeah. ever. But they were really sweet to have. I, I lost a ton of the, like, it felt it felt bad to, to play a five and then someone else plays a five. And it's like, I lost. Crap. But you have all the wilds at the end. So then I had all yeah. the wilds at the end. Like, that was really cool. That was and that cool. really helped me get a bunch of points. We still got. Our butts handed to us. That's right. Yeah. But it was really, really fun. It yeah. was fun. It I did like fun. it. Um, go ahead and buy it from me at the auction. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's overall, the, the aging game night, it smoothed out yeah. toward the middle. Yeah, for yeah, sure. But it, it was fun. Out. I would I would think about doing it again because I I enjoyed I enjoyed the the experience of it. It was it was kind of a fun thing. Like they 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 made a big production out of it, which I liked. Yeah. There's also a raffle Natalie won. Oh, yes. Of. I won a raffle. I think I, I won Ecos and War Chest. Yeah. There's no kind of sure won that. Because that's like, yeah, so when you it. go to this game night, you play these games. They give you this swag bag with two of the games that swag you play. Bag. Yeah. But they also hand everybody like a raffle ticket. And they were just at, won like some good games. Yeah. They were just pulling a night. bunch of. I don't know how do you say it. Sometimes you win one, sometimes you win multiple. Right, yeah. Somebody this won, is a bunch like, of raffles all of that the they had. AG collection. Yeah, they had like there, at like the last ticket or something. That's yeah, crazy. you could have won the Istanbul Big Box was there. You won Skirmish Boobs. Yep, Skirmish <laughs> yep. Boobs. There. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You could have walked out with a lot of games. Skirmish Boobs and Ecos. Mm-hmm. Natalie wins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about Skirmish Boobs. I've wanted that yeah, game Skirmish for so long. Um, So do you want to move on to like Saturday? Do it. Sure. Saturday it. morning, on. we get there and we were trying to rush in. Really and get tried to get Twilight yeah. Inscription. We split up again to try to divide. We get conquer. in line we and we didn't get it. Wah, wah, wah. You were like, I was. We were like 10 away. Or I something? was. I don't. I guess if we had gotten there 20 minutes sooner, I could have been. I was like very close to the front of the of the big crowd. 
And when they opened the door, I got up to the line. I got so quick. I was like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. Literally every other human being that had entered the hall in front of me seemed like they were going to that booth. Yeah, that was it was a hot game because they had limited copies every day. So you can only get 50 or something. So you had to be in the first 50. And the idea it. of Twilight Imperium in a roll and write is like everyone wants People it. just flownered yeah. themselves all over. But the <laughs> thing was, the reason it was so difficult to get on this day was they let the exhibitors, people that were already in the hall setting up, get in line yeah. before the doors even and open. they get to get in at 9 o'clock. Yeah, they and so they're, they can just they like, oh, it's about time. Early. I'm just going to go in line. So that, you know, great for them. And, you know, they, they work hard sure working so it's not like fuck these people right. but it was also like okay it's slightly well, unfair we don't have it was also like no we don't no, yeah yeah it was like yeah so they didn't let them do that on sunday yeah they took some flack miniature market got got a little... yeah people were upset right. people were upset like people we don't people like, we don't have a chance like yeah. what the heck so they they were like okay we're not gonna let exhibitors do that on on sunday and we were able to get it on sunday which is pretty cool. and, and almost, we were and like barely barely we were like oh, the yeah. fourth to last copy but it was the same thing i got there the same like we just yeah, we booked it. Booked it right there. Jen and Raleigh uh, board for two. Were, Ugh, they were oh, so close. Were like Jen was like a few back from you. Yeah. And just yeah. yeah, I remember we me. like we didn't because re- this lady was standing there with like holding a few in her hand, and we didn't realize that was the that last was it. of it. We thought yeah. like, oh, she'd just go grab some more. So we grab ours, and then it's like a really tight space right there to like get to the registers. So I was like, I'll just meet you on the other side you know when you after you pay and i like barely even turned the corner and they were like we're out and i was like yeah, yeah like, ryan like oh, oh my god ryan, you know? ryan, i was like standing at the corner away because i w- wasn't in line and they were like that's it no more twilight inscription and ryan like is slow motion like yeah his arms go up in the air ah and he looks at someone behind says Fuck you! Fuck you! I get out of here! He didn't do that. I think there was like a guy in front of us. Ryan was like, "I'm sorry, I'm gonna punch you in the arm." It was like a stranger. I did. I was like, "Listen, dude, I'm really excited. I'm gonna hit you in the arm." I'm. I was like, "I'm fully vaccinated. Everything's cool." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." (laughs) Okay, man. Do we need? Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. That's funny. Um, I mean, so we missed it on Saturday. We missed Twilight Inscription. Yeah, we missed it. Got it on Sunday. Yep. Got it on Sunday. I don't know what else. On Saturday, we did. We did get to go to like. Yep, we did get to go to JW Marriott and play yep. it. Play oh, some yeah. games there, that was the other gaming thing. Hall. Okay. I'll just say, Saturday was my favorite day. Oh, my God. Oh, sweet. It was, okay. It was. was a sex day. Let's you hear it. Sex? No. No. Oh, man. We're not Saturday was to. my favorite no. day. <laughs> Good. We're sharing a fucking apartment. <laughs> you weren't there, but we weren't alone. Saturday was my favorite day because I was worn out by then. And so we decided yeah, in the right, afternoon right. that we're like let's go <laughs> to the jw yeah. marriott have to the open gaming area and just like play some of the games we got yeah and so like we did amanda and wally met us there patty and katie met us there you're right that was really that and was we really just for fun. like the afternoon M&M. and then jeff joined us later and we spent the afternoon there playing games mm-hmm. um we played order overload cafe Stop. by let's talk about it. oink games. games let's not <laughs> oh that's so fun game i think my well okay we're going to talk about playing it at the jw and then we're not going to talk about the no other we can we'll talk later about it. we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later oh we'll talk at about the about jw <laughs> so at the jw we played order overload cafe by oink so we went to the oink booth. i love going to the oink booth they have yeah. so many a ton of games there they always release a couple each yeah. year this was one of the three they released it wasn't the most popular one the, the other one was the town, town 66? 66 one was the... which i'm actually really bummed i didn't pick that up too i, I should have bought that too uh but we we picked up order overload cafe i looked at it real quick i was like cooperative memory speed i'm like that looks 
sweet. I want to pick that up. Name's Jeff, a mouthful. I'll yeah, it, it is. But Jeff was like, you know, this guy <laughs> told us that that was his favorite of the three. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's all I need. That's all I need to do. And they're not super expensive games. They're really right. small yeah, box games. Little. It was like 20 bucks. So I buy it. We play it. And this might be the most difficult game I've ever played in my entire <laughs> life. Let me just tell you exactly what this game is. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you what this game is about. So what this game is, this is essentially just a memory game. You're working together to try to get these cards guessed that are in people's hand. And so what it wor- how it works is you play a certain number of rounds. And so it's kind of like the mind. At the very beginning of the game, you play with not that many cards. And then as you work your way through these levels you get more and more and more cards. And each round, you have to get these cards out of your hand. Again, kind of like the mind. So in this game, though, the mind is not memory. The mind is just play lower cards yeah. all the way to the higher cards. In this game, you have a stack of cards, and they all have very similarly sounding names to them that are things that I'm not super familiar with. Okay, they're all well, like It's like if you're working at a drinks. cafe you're and you're cafe. taking someone's order. Right. So at the beginning of the game, let's say you have six people playing. You're in round one. You multiply the six, the number of people playing by the round number. So six cards. So every person gets one card. But before they get the cards, somebody reads them all. Okay? So let's say I have six cards in my hand and I start reading them. And here's what they are. So Natalie's got the cards and she goes, all right. Hot chocolate. Hot cafe latte. Iced coffee. Iced coffee without ice. Cinnamon roll. Okay? So you read, yeah. you read those. Now that they've all been read, <laughs> we pass them out. And what we do is... The per- first person to start playing is the person right to the left of Natalie. And this person now has to say one of those things that Natalie just read that's not the card they're holding. So you might be like, um, hot chocolate. And so then, like, I say hot chocolate. Now we go in order, and the person to the left of me looks at their card. If they have hot chocolate, they play it face up. If they don't, they say no, and then it goes to the next person. And then you keep queuing around the table until somebody either has it or doesn't. If somebody has it, they put it face up. Okay. If they don't, have, if nobody has it, you just made some shit up. Like what happens all the time. You have a little token in front of you that you have to flip, flip face down, and now you're out. You can't guess anymore throughout the game. And if everybody's token ever becomes face down, you all lose. You're trying to get in a six-player game. You're trying to get three people to empty their hands. So in round one, you only need three cards to come out. You only have to remember three cards. But then you get into round two, and now it's six people times two. Now it's twelve yeah. cards you have to remember. <laughs> and then when you get into round five, which is the the farthest we made it, that's thirty cards. You right. have someone reading thirty cards, right. and you have to remember. And everybody, all. so like you didn't really, so like the you said the person next to the person reading like says one of the orders. Well, you. But then once they get it or don't get it, then it goes to the next person. Yeah, everybody everybody goes round and round. Right, you're sitting in your car thinking that this game is easy. You can shut the hell up. It is. Oh my god, your filthy dirty. This game is not because it's so hard to remember. But it's hard. It's hard for everyone not named Natalie and Patty. No. Yes, you were a. Yeah, you were the MVP. Fucking. I. I don't even. I. I am. I was like. More on that later. I, maybe. <laughs> yes, definitely. I was just yeah. so impressed with that. But so, like, again, the things so are all fun. so similar. You know, iced coffee, iced cafe latte, iced cafe latte without ice, room temperature milk, <laughs> milk, right. banana strawberry milk, milk. Yeah. banana strawberry milk. milk. Yeah. Or there could be four iced coffees. Yes, yeah, iced coffee. Like, well, did I say iced coffee? Or is it four of them? And if right. you have two of them, yeah. there's only two left. You, you right. know, then uh, you're reading 30 cards and you're like, were there two or three or four iced lattes? I don't know. You know, uh, like it seems easy at first. Yeah, it is maybe the hardest game I've ever played. But it's also life. like hilarious. It is a five point oh on board, funny. right? So then, like at one it point, like so everybody's funny. like keeps getting out because they can't remember, 
past a certain point and so then there's like one or two people left trying to carry Natalie everybody through the round yeah. and it's just like hilarious it was so fun i'm yeah. so oh happy we God. bought this game i love i want to play this all the time it's so funny um at the jw so we played that then we played some kites and then jeff joined us and that's when we played rear, rear window, window. Yeah. and then we went back to our apartment ate dinner and then um, that's when we played Fife. Fife, yeah. Yep. And then Ben and M came over, and More then we played Overload, Order Overload Cafe again, which we'll probably talk about. We'll talk about no, definitely. We'll okay, and then uh, we decided, all right, it's time to go back to the convention hall, the convention center, because Charity Board Gamer had this like game meetup. Also, we wanted to see Card Hall get destroyed for the first time What's ever. What's Card Hall, Natalie? Uh, Cardhala is like this big area at Gen Con where people like build. Is it what kind of cards are they? Magic, like magic cards. They take Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh they like build cards, all these like cards, cool yeah, things. Yeah. Like some people like make words out of them. Some people make towers out of them. Mm-hmm. And then at ten o'clock on Saturday night, uh, people throw coins and it's kind of like a charity event yeah, kind of thing. Money and people throw money and destroy, destroy it all, and then they like basically like, yeah, like collect that money think, to yeah. raise. They talk yeah. for forty five minutes before anything happens. I know. Yeah, that was. Actually, really annoying. That was really annoying. That was disappointing. So now, if I ever go back and want to look at that again, which I might never want to, if it starts at ten o'clock, nothing's gonna happen until ten thirty. Don't even bother. There was a bunch of BDMBFs that were just like soaking it up, like it was hilarious, and it was not. Well, here's the thing: freaking stupid. One, yeah, it took a long. It took forever because, like, we thought, oh, at ten o'clock this happens. No, we had to wait forever. But two we weren't there first so like i couldn't see anything because yeah. people were in yeah. the way i was like right. i was crouching down we looking between guy. some Emily guys and and legs and, like, and i'm like left. this is dumb yeah we just like left the three of us were just like gone in another room i was we're holding like, out hope I me can't. joe and jen were just yeah. like we were really holding so, out hope okay this is when one of the funny things happened okay so we were playing one. all these games and then we decide okay we're gonna go back to the convention center to go to to the uh board game meetup or whatever yeah. charity board, yeah, game charity board games fun. thanks chris yeah. for putting that yeah. on that yes, was very it was cool. very cool we, we saw a lot of cool people there but so like i told you when we were playing fife emily poured me some wine and i was a little <laughs> bit drunk <laughs> and then drunk. i was like i'm having a great time i don't want this to end so i decide i'm gonna bring um i want to bring a drink with me so i yeah. found my like water bottle and it's like purple so it's not clear you can't really tell what's in it and i had this like hard seltzer and i poured it in there <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna bring this with me and so jeff and dave and ryan were like all right let's go and so they're like out waiting at the elevators oh my God. and i'm like freaking out running <sighs> up and down the hallway she was, she was so affer- she was like i was oh, like where's i was like i can't panic. find my badge i can't find my badge my where's, my, where's badge? my badge i was like going in the bedroom i'm going in the kitchen counter i'm she like i swear i at me from the room brian where did you put my badge she's freaking out i'm like okay as i'm going in there to help her i hear a muffled like wow the elevator's here as fast as it's ever gotten here yeah we've <laughs> never we, we, we one of the elevators is broken it took us 10 minutes yeah. to get an elevator all the time every time so the elevator ding it's there but natalie is running I'm still around in she the can't, apartment she because i'm like i don't know where my badge is what she do i can't do? find it i walk in there for one second and i see her just like she's like her eyes are like half closed and she's like darting <laughs> darting her body everywhere <laughs> in this place like what do i do now and i'm like this the badge was around her neck hitting her in the face as she's doing it. Right, because there's like 30 pins it on like it. flailing like around. The best part is Ryan just yells at me, you're wearing it, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> 
In the meantime, Dave had to send the elevator down because there was somebody Goodbye, in there. Elevator. We lose the elevator, and now it's the longest <laughs> yeah. it's ever taken. So yeah, Dave's like gone us. down the steps. I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, oh, I'm so stupid. And so I like go out to the elevator, and me, Ryan, and Jeff are just standing there. We're just there waiting there. And, and at one point, there, Jeff's like, you know, this is on you. This is your <laughs> He's like, this is your fault. And I was like, I was like, I take responsibility for this. You fool. You're wearing it, you fool. That was a crazy sequence of events. It was so crazy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't think, I don't know if I. That's it. And that's Gen Con. That was Gen Con. And that's Gen Con. Let me talk about my games I brought home. Let's hear it. Okay. Really quick Fife, Guilds of of Past Ghosts. Yep. Whatever they call it. Skate Summer from Pandasaurus. Very cool. I want to play that one. Terracotta Army. Yeah. Was one of my most anticipated. I'm so excited to play that. I can't wait to do that. I brought home Brazil. Oh, I want to play that too. Yep. I got um, the Australia pack, Oz, Australia. Did you get Gutenberg too, or did you just get Brazil? I did not get Gutenberg. Okay. I held out on Gutenberg Me too. I held for some on reason, but I do want to play that. Up. Me too. The I got Australia and all their new kind of expansions and things like that. Very cool. Um, the new Avalon. I got Wormholes. I got Ready, Set, Bet, Kites. I got the Batman Everybody Lies, which is like a detective game, but in the Batman universe. Rear Window, that old wallpaper, the Red Cathedral expansion, which that is top of my list also that's very this game cool. that comes in a bag called nacho pile nacho pile <laughs> and i think that was it and i got the arc nova um pack the the expansion boards the new boards for arc nova yes oh right those were yeah. i was so so we got those two i was like petrified the entire time we were there because they just give them to you in this flimsy little plastic yeah. thing and, and like, they're so oh. long that you can't really put them anywhere so i was kind of like terrified they were just going to get like completely and that was a know? thursday buy so we got that right away and it's like carrying it around all day scared so let me tell you the games we got then yep. we got kites <laughs> let me tell you what 10 we penny did. parks mm-hmm. touring machine dungeons and dragons dungeon scrawlers underworld <laughs> 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 whatever uh we got dungeons dice and danger which is a roll and write that i had again i have i can't wait to yep. play this one dave um donkey kong yep. was like look at this and i was like what's that and he's it's a regular <laughs> richard garfield i think made it yeah. And I was like, I got to go get that. So I did. And that came with something. And then another cool pin. Yeah. Right. Right. So that came with yeah. Echoes, which is like a little. Um, it's like an audio, audio? escape room. Yeah, like an audio, audio escape room yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the Guild of Merchant Explorers. I got Space Station Phoenix. I'm excited to get that oh, one to the table. Right. Vengeance, Roll and Fight, Twilight Inscription, because we did get it. The Cosmic Encounter expansion, Cosmic Odyssey, which makes Cosmic Encounter like a. You can play it in like a. Uh, what, what do you call it? Campaign. Like, campaign. Thank okay. you. Um, we got the Pinball 4K. Uh, we got that old wallpaper. We got Chronicles of Avil, the kids' game. We actually oh, did yeah. get to play that oh, one. Yeah, we can talk right. about we that a little bit. We got Skirmish Boobs. We got Ecos. We got Sink or Swim, that oh, game yeah. we played with Matthias. Uh, we got this really awesome game. Actually, I haven't talked about it in a while. Called Cryptid Urban Legends. Have you oh, heard of this okay. one? Yeah, that number no, one. Yeah. Oh, you're right. We had that one. Oh, you already had yeah, it for months and months and months and set it up and play it. Maybe you almost played it. We got Order Overload Cafe. Jeff, can you say the name of that book we have right there on the, the table? Book of Rituals. Now, this Book of Rituals we found at the Board and Dice booth. Yeah. And, well, I shouldn't say we. Dave was just like, "What's this?" What's that? And What's this they book? were like, "Oh, it's a, it's like a puzzle book." And we were like. <gasps> We're all Journal like twenty nine, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Codex Mysterium. Like these gave us like like flashbacks, and I have not opened it yet. But if you don't know what these kinds of books are, it's basically just a book of every page is a different puzzle, and we, yeah, words, numbers, picture, crit, like right. And usually, I'm not sure if this one works the same way. Usually, like answers you get on puzzles come back and help, help you, you in later or, yeah. puzzles. And I am very pumped about this one. Dave had just sent a message into our Gen Con group saying that he thinks this is just as good 
if not better than Journal 29. And Journal Dang. 29 blew us all, yeah, all out of the fucking that. water. It blew our hair back. It blew our, it blew socks, our socks off and knocked our hair <laughs> back. We also got the uh, Arc Nova player boards. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all of the games we got. Oh, and we got also got the Critical Foundation we got a promo pack to see if we like it. Okay. That's, that's, that's I'm good, really yeah. excited okay. about that. That's yeah, right. so that's pretty cool. So if we end up liking that, we can buy that one later. Uh, so that's it was that. Good, it was a good haul. It, it was, was a good haul. It, 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 it also con. felt, to answer your question earlier, Gen Con felt like Gen Con of old yes, a little bit. It sure the did. number wasn't as high. You know, they, they, they get, they touch about 70,000 when. Yeah, I think they said over fifty thousand. We I think they were around fifty-five-ish thousand on the on the Saturday. So that's a big, that's a bigger number than the twenty-five or thirty. So that Saturday was, the was their before. biggest day. It really it felt like Friday was bad to me. I know. So or maybe that that was just the big number. Maybe it was Friday. But yeah, yeah, that, to good over fifty felt a lot closer. to... Yes, the vendor hall was completely yeah. filled. Like it was before. Where mm-hmm. like last year, there was like a whole section. That they didn't have anything in except like tables for people to eat at. And now we're only 360 where, days away Where are from... Jeff and Dave? I lost them. I I, lost they could them. be anywhere. I don't know where the hell Jeff and Dave are. I heard Natalie say that and Ryan was <laughs> no, like, are you kidding me? And are I was you like, serious? Kidding about what? Oh, there they are. <laughs> they were, we were just walking. We got island noodles. We're walking, we're walking to eat them. We're walking in the, in the, in the hall on Sunday to eat them. And Natalie and me were walking together side by side. Jeff and Dave were literally the two people directly in front of us walking side by side. Because we had just walked in yeah, together. Walking. We are still together walking. And Natalie, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we were walking for oh, like God. 10 minutes. Oh, she's no. like, she's like, oh, we lost them. Where could they be? And I'm like, they, who? Like, who are you talking about? And she's like, I, do you see them? And I'm like, do I see who? I'm like, wait a minute. Are you serious right now? I was just like looking past them and like Why? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right in front of us. In my so head, Jeff I was like, turns That's around, not them. like, what are you talking like, about? I'm like, did you hear us? that? He's like, Yeah, you know why I heard you? Because you're literally yeah. right behind me. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh my god. Two awesome Natalie moments that happened during <laughs> Yeah, waiting Gen for now we're three hundred and sixty days away from the next one or something. We are. Yep. And that's how it always goes. You yeah. look forward to it all year, it's, it's over in a flash. Oh, yeah. And then now you're like, Okay, a whole year yeah. away. Now we're looking forward to Nerdfest. That's always I feel like yep. Gen Con and the Nerd Fest coming up. Yep. Now Nerd Fest is next. Maybe even Grand Con. Thing. We might. Natalie and I might hit Grand Con in okay. the very beginning of, of September. We're not totally sure yet if we're going to go, but that's like the big convention for Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the biggest one I think that Michigan has. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nerd Fest is oh, Nerd Fest is coming around the corner. If you guys yep. don't remember, we have a new venue for Nerd Fest this year. We are going to a hall uh, for the first time, which is kind of right around the the. The um, it's like in the same ish area here in Michigan, and we have it's free to come. So if you want to come to Nerdfest, uh, there's a post that I made on Instagram that talks and details all about it. There's a GoFundMe if you're if you want to, you can support. It's all free, so you don't have to do any of that. And we're gonna have some notable game designers show up, like Matt Riddle, Ben Pinchback, who are the designers of Three Sisters. Uh, we are gonna have the designer of the hot new Kickstarter game coming up, Kyperium. Matt Cousineau is gonna be there. Uh, we're, we're gonna have a lot of awesome, fun things. We're gonna do tournaments. Rate. We're gonna do. Uh, oh yeah, we also have um, um, David McGregor, the designer of Dinosaur Island, Rawr! and right. <laughs> He's gonna be there. It's going to be a blast. We're going to do a lot of awesome stuff. We cannot wait. Tournaments. We may, maybe we'll do the ready, set, bet thing. 
Uh, anybody wants to play Maria? Let's play Maria. Oh my Fest. Oh, Maria tournament. Maria tournament. Oh my God. That's like the Twilight Imperium tournament. That's something yeah, we're like, oh, I'm waiting for oh, it. Hey, get in When's there. When's it going? When's it going to happen? <laughs> yeah. So that that was Gen Con 2022. Yeah, it was Ooh. awesome. It was a good time. It was a whirlwind of awesome memories and stuff like it that. It sure was. Right. I had a good time. Good nook, Natalie. All right, you guys. Are y'all ready for this? Dan in it. That's right. Here we are with the Gamecasters staple. The association train has pulled into the station, and I'm coming in hot with 10 Gen Con stuffs for Natalie and Jeff to guess based on clues I give that are associated with that stuff. If I say skirmish boots, you say war chest. That's the way it works. Is it all games? Gen Con stuff. Right. I did say stuff. Shit. It is mostly. All games. Mostly all games. Mostly all games. Mostly. Oh, okay. Maybe 90% of it is games. Nine out Maybe. of ten. Maybe. Maybe. Here we go with a special Gen Con 2022 edition of the Association Station. <laughs> Number one, butthole. <laughs> butthole? <laughs> butthole. <laughs> We're getting butthole. Butthole. This is a Gen Con edition. This is a Gen Con edition. <laughs> butthole. Butthole. <laughs> Oh, man. Welcome to your classy <laughs> Gen Con podcast. Jeff, can you keep score, by the way? Butthole. But. Yeah. Butthole. Butthole. Okay. Butthole. We can go on to the next All one. All right, let me write that one down. <laughs> Good. You should write that down. Butthole. Number one. Number one. Butthole. Butthole. Number two. Dime Playgrounds. <laughs> Natalie. Ten penny fart. Nice. My Natalie, name. nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Jeff, yeah, if Jeff did that, you'd be like, oh, that's oh, stupid. God, God of, of course. <laughs> Number three, Ceramic Squadron. So, Jesus Christ, Nelly. Terracotta Art. Yes. Yeah, look at you, butthole. Did you read this? Did <laughs> no. you see this? Yeah, right. I just know what we got at Gen Con. Number four, the only game at Gen Con worth buying, according to Natalie. Jeff. Cryptid Urban Cryptid Legends. Cryptid Urban oh, I was like, what? <laughs> Number one. <laughs> you didn't know. You got it. Oh, Ceramic no Squadron? Ding. Terracotta Urban. Natalie's the number one game. What the fuck is that? Hey, I don't know. I, don't know what it could be. I honestly don't even remember the name of it. So I probably would have got it wrong. It was number one. one. <laughs> got a butthole. One number, number five. What is butthole? What is butthole? Number five. I don't know if I can do this one. Number five. Five folk, foo five, 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 four. What? <laughs> Do it again. It's something unpredictable, and in the end is right. Five folk, foo five, 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 four. <laughs> Jeff, five. Instead of life. I hope you have the time of your life and five. <laughs> Why are all the other words with F? Here we go. Oh, God. I know. Oh, I yeah. know. Dumb. Just, what's the next word? <laughs> hope you have the time of your fife. <laughs> no, it's five, four, five, four, five. Yeah, five, four, five, four, five, four, five. I was writing this. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever No, I was well aware of the stupidity. I was like, spell it out on your, like, type it out with. F-I-F-O-P-E-F-U-F-U-F-U. All right, number six. Crack in a container. Crack in a container. Do you have crack in a container? What number is this? There's number six. Crack in a container? Crack in container. Like crack is in the drug or like a crack? Again. 
You're just trying to get the answer. <laughs> oh, is it like crack? Like if I'm point, like just tell me when I point to it. If you would tell me this. Time. Like, it like, closer. It sounds familiar. Yes, it should sound familiar. It has been said earlier this episode. That's one of the oh. clues. Oh. All right, number seven, dice puncher. <laughs> Can I guess crack in a continue? Yeah. Is it island noodles? It is island noodles. <laughs> Damn, that's the one. Yep, that was the one. Right, so well, what are we on butthole? What's the <laughs> no, number six. Or number that? seven. Dice puncher. Dice puncher? Yeah, dice puncher. <laughs> uh, that sounds kind of fun. I would play that game. Yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Like instead of rolling dice, you just have to punch yeah, it. Yeah, you just punch, you just punch it off punch. there. Dice puncher. Dice puncher. Yeah, you punch dice. What could it like be? Saka. Rock'em, sock'em. Rock'em, sock'em, dice puncher. We just talked about in I know, I'm like, what? Seconds ago. It's not like there's even hundred, like thousands we have to choose from all over board games. <laughs> we bought, like true. we played like fucking twelve games. And there's nine of I them. I know. On <laughs> you can do it. Dice. Dice puncher. Puncher. This is not where you're winning okay. goofy scrawler games. Number eight. Well, so what do you have? You still have butthole. Okay, we <laughs> yep. have a butthole, D- and we butthole have and you have dice, dice puncher. puncher. Well, now we go to yeah. number eight. Vaginas. Oh, vaginas. 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 Oh. <laughs> This is bad. Jeff. Wormhole. Yes. I got it. Here's the eye roll. Need to, uh, I guess that could be, one. That could be like butthole. No. Well, because then he wouldn't set hole. Right. If it was See? wormholes and buttholes, Jeff knows. Holes. Yep, yeah. exactly right. Okay. Vaginas. Vaginas is where your worm yep. goes. What about butthole? Butthole. <laughs> butthole. Is that number nine also? <laughs> yeah. Another butthole. It was good. Yeah, it's a different one. Number nine. Bill's 47% success rate means that usually the... Hmm. Uh-oh. Shoulder bow hand move. <laughs> Bill's 47% success rate means that usually the... The... My clue, one, should I give you a clue oh on this one? Just think about what you know about Bill and games. He wins a lot. Specific to Bill. He wins a lot. Mm-hmm. He wins 47% of the time. Just ding it, Natalie. Do it. You twitched. <laughs> you did. No. She was almost there. No, you're going to wait? Okay, number 10. 10. Iced, mocha, latte, without ice. Oh, God. <laughs> Order Overload Cafe. Yes, I was going to say, you have to get the name right. <laughs> ice or Overload. I mean, <laughs> order, overload. Order, order, overload. Order, overload. Order, overload. Cafe. Okay, so you got butthole. 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 You have One. dice puncher. And Bill winning. And you have Bill's 47% success rate. Means that usually the... What else is kind of look like, what... I'm not looking at the picture of games I brought home, but okay. I don't. I don't want to. I know. I'm like trying to picture it in my head. Trying to picture. And they're not necessarily ones head. we bought because did or did you buy one? I got wormholes. Oh, okay. Yep, Jeff has wormholes. I got, and I have a butthole. He does. I'm just butthole. thinking about buttholes. You yeah, know? that's a good idea. I would if think you about think butthole. long enough about buttholes, the answer will ding you, penetrate you. While you are thinking about those, we'll yeah. come back While to we're those. While thinking about buttholes. We had such winning. a great time with this year's Gen Con. I thought it would be fun to end the show with our top five moments from the convention. Now it might make sense to you why we didn't talk about a lot of things yeah. <laughs> that we were going to talk about. Uh, so we're going to go. Let's go. Jeff. Rear windows. Butthole. Oh, I thought 
that, but I was yeah. like, I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? Oh, rear window. I get it. Because it's in your rear. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't get it. Yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Okay, yes, I do. Well, I, don't, I, would, I was going to say that, but I, I don't get, get it. Yes, I, I get it now. <laughs> I don't get it. I get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I get it. I get it. I don't understand. I don't understand now. That's funny. Good job, Jeff. Nice, yeah. So you still have... Dice puncher, Dice puncher and, and Bill Bill's forty-seven percent success rate means that usually the okay number. Usually so we're gonna go Bobby, Natalie, Bobby, Bobby, Jeff, movement. me for this one. So Natalie, okay. why don't you start with your number five uh, favorite moment or whatever Gen Con from crap. Gen Con? Yeah. Okay, my number five is the food. So <laughs> <laughs> the food. I mean, like, uh, okay. you guys. obviously, yeah. everyone already knows about Island Noodle and how freaking good it is. Mm, yep. But we also this year had mm-hmm. a lobster roll Oof, from that a food truck. Expen- that was expensive. very expensive. Two games. We could have, but, but man, it was it was delicious. delicious. I would say it was worth it, but it wasn't worth it. Like it was worth it. Like I didn't, I didn't eat it and go, that sucked. Sure, it was delicious, but I also was like. We can't do that again. Yeah. yeah. Like, we could only spend this It was like $60 blitz. for both, for of, both us to have of us. <laughs> and all we had was like a lobster roll and some chips. Yeah. It was like three bites <laughs> yeah. and it was gone. Right. You know, like, it but was it delicious. It was very yummy. It was delicious. And then the other notable, well, we also had like Chick fil A, which we love. Mm. And But the other notable food is we went to this restaurant called Sauce on the Side the and got is. some delicious calzones. That was great. I would definitely do that again. Oof, um, those were good. They were yummy. And like the funny part about this, like Ryan kind of mentioned in his intro, was they were like, "Oh, we'll just get a fountain drink," and we all walk over to the fountain drink and we look at every single one of the things, and we were like, "What? What, what are the, these? The fuck? We are had these? never heard are of these a drinks? single one." Yeah. And one of them said, "Did say lemonade?" I'll yeah, say it's that. like oh, Bill's cowboy juice. They yeah. didn't even have like the <laughs> yeah. flavors on them. But it was like them. Browns. We're like, maybe yeah, it's like, Dr. Maybe Pepper. Maybe it's Dr. Pepper. <laughs> right? We had to like guess. Yeah. We're like, "What are these?" I remember we were like standing there just staring at it, and this guy, yeah, like what? This guy was behind us, and we're like, "Sorry." We don't know what any of these are. No, no. It was the the only way we knew was the colors. We're like, this one's kind of yellow, so maybe that one's like Mountain Dew. Yeah, (laughs) right. This one's like red, so I guess that's the Coke. Yeah, yeah. But man, I feel like I mean, maybe the food stands out more because like we've been eating like so healthy and been on like a diet for like the last few months. But yeah, we were like, like we had really good food there, like every meal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Jeff. What about you, man? What's your number five? Good one. My number five is the AEG stuff that I did. Yes, talk yeah. about. We can talk game about that night, now. Game night was a blast, and then also AEG put out this email for like content creators slash whatever the hell I am for <laughs> um, people to come to this this like event. Okay, there were a couple. There were three or four different um, time slots that you could sign up for. And they lured you up to one of the presidential suites at the Ooh. I don't know Marriott, one of the one of the hotels. one of the, one of the, one of the hotels, adjoining one of the Marriotts that's called yeah. this, and um, or maybe it was the Weston, maybe it was the other one. Yeah, the Weston was they lured and you the crown, yeah, they were like come up here, like and when you got games. into this very cool like presidential suite, they had a bunch of games set up, new and um, coming out games, and John D. Claire was there to play Ready Set Bet, <laughs> which I already kind of talked about. That's Shake awesome. the House is a new game. Um, Shake That House is a new game that's coming out from them. And it was just cool to kind of, you know, see all this new stuff and feel kind of important, which I'm like not important, but it was cool to f- make they made you feel important. You are, yeah. baby. And then when I walked in, Roberto was also in there. So that was kind of oh, right. that's feel cool. a little more comfortable. So we got to like demo some new games, see some new games that are coming out from AEG. Um, I got two like kind of special promos. So if you have Space Base or Tiny Towns and you like that fucking game um <laughs> let me know i have this promo that i'm happy to send you um because you can only get it through the people that were there very cool and i don't want either of them 
Uh, so if you want them, let me know. Very cool. It just felt it was a cool experience. They gave away like this giant Lego thing, which I know Raleigh won. And oh really? Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's oh, right. He talked about right. that. It's like so a boat cool. or something. So the it boat. just it was a cool experience that I, I'll definitely remember for years to come. Very as awesome. As a Gen Con thing. Wow. Well, number five for me is I guess I'm going to mirror what Natalie said or parallel. I just wrote Island Noodles <laughs> every year. So we always that's the only place we get it. I think mm-hmm. you can can you get them somewhere? They're around, but like, we only get them at Gen Con. Yeah, and it is the it's the most excited I am for food all year long. Yeah, because I'm just like by the time Gen Con comes around, I feel like I am jonesing. I'm like yes, frothing noodles. at the mouth. <laughs> I need for noodles. island noodles. <laughs> and I, if you haven't had the island noodles, maybe we're pumping them up too much. You think they're too much broccoli? I don't know, but they are <laughs> so <laughs> fucking they're good. Yeah, and so we always have we have to have them at least once a day. I say at yeah. least because yeah. there's no cap. You can have as many yeah, as you, you want. Yeah, you can have right. as much. At, at least, least once, once a day. day. So number five for me is also Island Noodles. Nice. Uh, Natalie, what's your number four? Uh, my number four. Okay, so when we went to the AEG game night, mm-hmm. this is the part we didn't mention about it. When we were playing that old wallpaper, <laughs> um, this guy came up and started talking to us, and he was the designer of that game. This is so funny. And this is really funny. Yeah. We, you know, we were kind of talking to him, and he was super kind and super friendly and very humble. Yeah, and so he we were like, oh, I think Ryan was like, oh, have you designed any other games or this is your first game? He's like, oh, I designed a couple other party games. You probably, you probably, you probably <laughs> never heard of them. And he's like, one of them's called Medium. And we're like, we love Everyone started yeah. laughing. Medium. He said like, that. We were all cracking up. Like, are like, you kidding we, me? We love that game. We have so many inside jokes from that game. It's amazing. Plus, like, a couple years earlier, that was, like, the was hit of yeah. Gen Con. Yeah. And so he's like, and the other one is this one called um, Green Team Wins. And we're like... We would have bought it, but it sold yeah, out at this Gen Con very quickly yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Um, no, so no that was deal. super cool meeting him and talking to him, and he was like, he was so nice, yeah. and that was one of the highlights. I thought that was really. It cool. was great. He I was, was so able to have him really sign funny. that old wallpaper on the way out. That's awesome. So I got oh, my really? bag, and he was That's standing there. Cool. I was like, "Hey, will you sign the game?" So that was pretty cool. You got to show him your fanny pack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, just fanny. That will roll into my number four. Oh okay. Oh perfect. Let's hear. So my number four is. We were we got some pins. We got some like professionally made acrylic they're pins. They're awesome. very they're so awesome, cool. and handing those pins out was a that blast. was fun. It yeah. was a blast to just like give them to random people because well, we were like proud yeah. of them, and we knew that people when they took them yeah. were going to be like, oh. I cool. think people were impressed. Wow. They're very colorful yes. and like nice looking. People and... like wore them. Like later, I saw people like actually wearing <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, like, everybody we gave them to were like, oh, for no still reason. Yeah. And then I got a fanny pack on Friday, and I think I'm a fanny pack dude. <laughs> You're a fanny pack guy. <laughs> it was so fucking awesome. You look so very good. In that I just wanted to wear. Thing. I'm going to wear this thing next year. I don't give a shit. Well, I like how you wore it on the hip. You didn't like it wasn't like in the front, and then like a fupa. I put the pins in there. So that it was easy access, yeah. like whip them Zip around, them. and then well, boom, here's Every a single pen. time he opened his fanny pack, he made this huge display of yep, it was like, <laughs> you did. You did. It was like this big, like, what? Like, ostentatious, like, like, like high stance. But I don't think you can, you can, I don't think you can open a fanny pack any other way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a green team wins fanny pack. It's almost like pack. you're swashbuckling with it. So that fanny pack was the real winner. And because... Hold on, Natalie. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sit here, you butthole. Um, you already got butthole. The... Because I, I messed up and not getting green team wins, Chad from 20th Century was like, you screwed up. Here's a fanny pack. <laughs> you screwed He's like, up. I'm only giving this to you if you wear it. I'm like, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. I'll and wear then it right I now. fucking wore that oh, thing. Oh, yeah. He wore you it did. from... I'm all about you that even green challenge accepted, yes, I'm all about bitch. that fanny pack. It'll probably come to Gen Con 2023. Hell yeah. Whoosh, whoosh, with Hell some yeah. sweet right. pins in there. Natalie, go ahead. Ding, ding it in. Ding it in. Natalie. Say the bill one again. 
I just wanna... You ding in. I think I know it, but I just want to read it again. I'm just say it. Okay, but just so you know, Jeff could ding in ahead of you. Okay. Okay. Bill's 47% success rate means that usually the... Oh, shit. Oh, make sense. my lord. You should get a minus point for the ding in. You I feel like I have a good answer, but that doesn't go in. in that... Like, do you have to finish that sentence with the game? Yeah. Well, you don't have... You can you can do whatever you, you want. Really want Dang, say, I thought ahead, I had it. This is going to be really funny. I thought I had I it. Just go ahead. All right. Just no, say it, no, and then I'll say something wrong. You say it, and then I'll say something wrong. Go ahead. Say something, and then I'll say something wrong. Well, it doesn't make sense Just, in that Okay, sentence. never mind. It means that. I don't know. You dinged in. I feel like I have to hold you to the fire Fine. here. Critical thinking. No. <laughs> okay. Critical thinking? Isn't that the name of that game? I'll let Natalie be What's the name of that game? One. Okay, go ahead. Okay. What is it called? Critical mm- Foundation. No. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is critical Cut thinking? Cut this part out. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> Anything from the ding That's something you have to use when you ding out. in, I think, is yeah. really what that was. You're out. I'm going to bring you back in. Critical thinking. <laughs> Number four for me was the hilarity and I'm sorry, McDavid Mick, but the hilarity of us constantly <laughs> running into the measles and then and taking a picture him. and sending it to you and yeah, not you and say, where are you? The, the, <laughs> the best part of the whole thing was when we were at Cardhalla and we we like, because it was already a thing at this point. We ran into the measles at, over and over at the uh, over Calzone place over. at a million times in the convention hall. We played games with Patty and JW, which is the whole point went there was to play games with Dave and all of them. And we never were able to like meet up with them. And then we're at the Card Halla, and we're leaving outside. And who do we see? We see the measles walking out right in front of us. We're like measles, and he turns around, and we're just he starts cracking up. And we're like, you know, we think it's just like, oh, it's funny. He saw. He's like, he's like, oh my god, we just split up from Dave thirty seconds ago. We went <laughs> this way, really he went funny. that way. Of course, we went into you. He's like, we gotta take a picture again. Took another yeah. picture, and every and then, time they send it to Dave, and he's Dave's just like, like god, god damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and then we saw him the next morning in the hall on Sunday. And for the first um, time, but we saw them the first yeah, time. We, we saw them for the first time, like an hour before we left. But we were like, we were like planning to try to like meet up. We're like, okay, we're at this area. We're at this area. So we're like all trying to get there. Of course, we only see the measles. <laughs> so like another picture with the measles. And like, turns out Dave was shopping or somewhere else. And then he gets in the, he's shopping. He doesn't know we're all there. He's buying a game and we take another picture to send to him and he's in the picture but doesn't know that we're there yet it was oh my gosh it was so funny funny. but i'm gonna roll that into seeing them and just being able to be be there with more even more friends this year yeah so like usually it's only us and like we'll see people that like we know uh, you know like we don't really know personally but like we have like we have like like amanda and wally and we saw the measles and you know the McCowns mm-hmm. and Ben and M and we were there like with all of us. It was like this big awesome group that kind of like stuck together. You know, I mean, we split a bunch of times, but it, it was yeah. kind of like that core, that cohesive group that was just kind of like it was just cool to have everybody there yeah. to walk around, see the measles, who we see all the time. You know, like our actual friends, right. And see them. You know, we got to hang with Amanda Wall. We got to hang with Ben and M. We got to hang with every. It was just really really cool. It's so cool this year. Uh, that's my number four. Uh, Natalie, what's your number three? My number three is the constant measles spottings. <laughs> there you go. I mean... Because they have the measles, so you get spots. Yeah, yep. it was really... It was weird how much we saw them. It was hilarious. We even... So, like, there was, like, a bunch of people that we were, like, constantly trying to meet up with, like, oh, where... Like, if we'd split up from Ben and Emma or Man and Wally, we'd be like, where are you? I'm here. I'm here. And, you know, and, like, I was like, we don't even have to text the measles because we'll just automatically yeah, we run even, yeah. into them. It'd probably like, make the chances that we saw them lower if we texted them. Right, if We tried exactly. to see them. Yeah, it was just an un- 
a ridiculous amount of times. It was, and it was really funny. It was really funny. Jeff, what is your number three? My number three, I'll just, I'll kind of piggyback a little bit of just like seeing and, and meeting people that we have known, but it didn't know, right? Never met in yeah, person. right. Kind of yeah. like, you know, s- s- falling into place where it's like, you know, we've talked to Roberto for years, but it felt like being old friends. Same thing with like yeah. Justin and Kelly. Right. See, seeing these people. That's so weird. You feel like you know time, them. Like, we already we know you. So and, like Jen and Raleigh being right. so nice. Oh, they were great. Shelly was amazing. Mm-hmm. Matthias yes, was Shelley. awesome. Just yep. like all these people who I'm I'm forgetting. I apologize. But seeing people, taking pictures with them, talking to them, meeting Vaughn and Ray. Yeah. It was just such a fun time to to coordinate. <laughs> even how far I'm annoying it is like, where are you? Where are you? But then it's worth it to meet up with these people. 100%. And hoping like that next year there's now we get to see them and then maybe a couple more people. And then the following yes. year is like our, our group kind of of friends at Gen Con gets bigger. And I really yeah. love that. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. 100% agreed. Number three for me, <clears throat> we can finally talk about this, is the play of Order Overload Cafe in our apartment with Jeff, Dave, yeah, Natalie, Ben, and M. This was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> there was a moment <clears throat> we played as we were playing. Me, Dave, and Jeff are out, out, out immediately in a row. And Ben. And then yeah, Ben, and then a little ben. bit after us. Ben might get one. Natalie and Emily really held it down. Yeah, they carried us. And that was the funniest fucking thing <laughs> in the world. So we would, it was the very first round. There's six cards only. The very first round. Dave's the very first person. <laughs> and he says something wrong. Yeah. But the th- it wasn't that he said something wrong. It was that every one of us, when he said that, was like, okay, it's got to be in there. And so it we wasn't. Like, oh, we were do like, you have it? Do you oh, have it? Oh, oh, I guess. Christ no, I just didn't there? say that. And the first six cards, we were all like dying. Like, great. what the fuck? We're like, oh my God, that's not one of them. And so then after we, we, we got past like the third or fourth round. We were like, most of us were out. We made it to the fifth round. Before the fifth round started, Ben like stood up and he's like, all right, what does he say? He's like, he's like, I got to, I got to put stuff in my memory palace. palace. And so he's like standing up and he's like doing like, he's like doing like squats, like with his eyes closed, like I got to get ready. And I'm just like rocking back and forth. Like, okay, what are these cards? Jeff's like, we're all like up and doing stuff. Literally, it was Jeff, Emily and Ben. We're all standing up, like pacing around or doing doing something. I'm reading the cards, right? I think it was like 30 some 32 cards. I'm reading them and the three of them are just like pacing around doing yeah. stuff like over there. Ryan's to next to me temple. like rubbing his hands across the top of his thighs just like all like anxious and nervously <laughs> and then Dave's over there every time I say something he throws his hands up there like I already forgot it. I already forgot it. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Oh, you know? know. And so I'm like sitting there trying know. to we lost. I'm reading these cards and every single <laughs> other person is it. doing some crazy <laughs> shit. This is the most I ridiculous wish, thing. I wish somebody had taken a me video too. of, yeah, uh, of everybody <laughs> in that moment. It was the funniest thing. I loved that moment in time that snapshot in time playing that game with all of us i thought it was so much fun and i just want to get that back it was so funny how stupid we were (laughs) except natalie there was one moment so in this one round we had to like three of us had to go out and each of us has three cards and so all of us were out every one of us except natalie and nobody had their hands run out and natalie clutched it and got five or something five in a row and we and we won that round and it was so (laughs) cool oh that's great all right natalie what's your number two it was so cool that that's my number two it was yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's great all right jeff what's your number two (laughs) Um, my number two is uh we stayed downtown having an apartment that was close enough to walk yeah, I think allowed awesome. us to be able to be at the hall longer to do things. 
Um, because a lot of times when we stay in the past, we leave and then we're kind of, once we're out of the downtown area, we, we're, we're done. But this was cool. We could go back. We could play games. We could go back to the hall on Saturday to kind of mm-hmm. see some things. You could drop off you could, games. You know, you guys left and dropped off some games. That that was very, very cool. It was very convenient. So very that convenient. whole experience of kind of seeing the nightlife and the insanity of Indianapolis. Yeah, crazy motorcycles. Um, Indy's got some weird shit going on. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, in downtown Indy. Oh, we didn't talk about that. So there's that some weird. That pedal thing. Oh, someone oh, fell yeah, off someone pedal bike, died. pedal Ooh, bar. That was scary. Yeah, that was crazy. Ooh. But staying downtown, kind of seeing more of the, the grandiose feel of the convention, I think was was very cool, especially the, the nightlife of, for how weird it might have been. It was cool to kind of be there and experience that. Stay yeah. downtown, number two. Absolutely agree. That was also my number two, but I will run and pull an audible here and say that I also really enjoyed that the vendor hall was back to normal. Last year, yeah. I was disappointed because the vendor hall is basically where we spend the majority of our time at Gen Con. Yes. And so last year, I felt like I saw the entirety of the vendor hall by Friday morning. And I was almost kind of like, now what do I do? You know, like, mm-hmm. shit, now we, we're here till 6 p.m. I, I, don't, I don't have any event tickets, you know, and I was bummed. I was like, shit, like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? This year, it was back to normal. I left on Sunday with all of us. And I still felt like I didn't see everything. And that's what I love. I felt like I spent all of my time roaming around, figuring stuff out, you know, finding stuff. And there was just so much to see. It was back to normal. Yep. And that's my favorite part of Gen Con is just roaming the vendor hall. And it was great. It was was just as great as it always was this year. So that's my number two. Natalie, we're at number one. Number one. Well, um, my number one is... Jeff kind of already said it, but it's... Sorry, I forgot. I was like looking at my notebook, but it's really on my phone. But it's basically... (laughs) (laughs) It's basically meeting all the people that we never got to meet before for the first time. Um, Like... Like we said, Ray and Vaughn meeting Ron, Vaughn. <laughs> Ron and Van. Meeting them was like a highlight of our Friday. Um, meeting Roberto and Kelly and Shelly and <clears throat> Matthias in person. Kelly and Shelly and Matthias. Like all that stuff is just like, it was kind of, it was like thrilling. It was fun. It was exciting. And, it was. Um, I just, I like that. And to, I don't know, just, it was awesome. And on top of that, like you said, it's just like, I guess it's just in general, all the people like having so many of our friends be there, you know, like our game, our like group that goes is just like growing and that just like makes the fun. Yeah. Like multiply. Yeah. Totally. That's my number one. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Jeff, what about you, man? That was definitely the best thing. If I was ordering it, like yeah. things that I love. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my number one was we did an escape room on Thursday and this was the first time that uh, the measles Kevin and Laura did an escape room. It was the first yeah. escape room that they ever did. That is so That's cool. A good one to Dave start, booked probably. it for us. So uh, this is shout out to Donkey Kong. Booked it for us, and he booked the hardest room at this downtown indie escape room, which we did a few years ago and loved the production quality. Yeah, it's an good. amazing yeah, facility. Good. It's above some spaghetti house. I don't know, but <laughs> it, it is yeah. like the the yeah, production is awesome. So Dave booked us the hardest room there, and by hardest it means the the least amount of people escape. It's like the lowest percentage of escape, and we got out. We were cruising in this escape room. <laughs> there are moments, and we've done dozens of escape rooms yeah, before, where you feel like you you hit a wall, you yeah. pause, you ask for a clue. Mm-hmm. We were fucking humming through this thing. <laughs> so we got out with like 19 minutes left. Wow. In their hardest room, boom, pushed it out, got out. And what was so cool is like, our girl was kind of like, hey, good job, you got out. And we were like, okay, did we do like good? Like, Yeah, how do we do? And then somebody came by and they were like, 
that's the fastest time I've ever seen since I've been working here. They went and like checked the record and we were like a minute and a half off of like the oh, record, which man, would have been so man. cool to do. That would have been. Um, but it was just so cool to do that together with the measles first time. And everybody, I felt like we were going so well that we all contributed because that's always the best feeling when you get out like, yeah. oh, I helped do this puzzle or I, right. I saw that happen. And it was just the way that we kind of got out and how we did, how we basically dominated that, like the hardest room was very cool. So I always look forward to going to that place because the production of their escape rooms are awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we'll Wasn't definitely be going there something with back. like a, a drink wheel? Oh, yeah. You go in and you can like, you, you pay for it, but like you roll a dice. You roll a die and you get whatever. They just, we just all agreed that we're going to roll this die. Drink this whatever 20 sided die. And whatever whatever drink happens. comes out, came out. So Dave got some like, like wine and like cherry soda wine or something. He got like some very, <laughs> like a pink drink showed up. I got some random <laughs> beer that was kind of okay. okay. Yeah. So it was just like random. That was kind of fun. Um, and you get to bring the drink into the escape room, which is cool. And, and Measles is a chemistry teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was like a little bit of like chemistry in there that he yeah. had like. How he, like, cool it, is it, that? It was, oh, that's it was perfect. Cool. Yeah. How cool yeah. is that? That is great. Number one for me, I I wrote down meeting Ray and Vaughn. Yeah. yeah that's and here's what I, here's yeah. what I mean about that. It, it wasn't, it was like, I'm not going to use that even to encapsulate meeting everybody, specifically meeting Ray and Vaughn. Yeah. That feeling that it gave us to know that like, wow, these people like us and they're not friends of ours before. You know, they're not even in the discord and we talk to and build a community up and then, you know, we eventually meet up with them. They're just two randos, right? Two rando listeners who just like what we do. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, they're going to be here. Great. And the story they told us about how. We're the first podcast that they that they listen to, you know, in their rotation now uh, is and was it meant more to us, I think, than they maybe even realized. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this might make them feel like, oh, geez, maybe you guys are just not you're just small potatoes if we if we did this. <laughs> but that feeling that 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 was that ma- that single handedly made me want to continue doing the show. I was about to fucking quit. No, oh my God. no, but that's the kind of stuff when anything like that happens to us out in the wild and it's happened very, you know, infrequently, but it happens mm-hmm. occasionally when just randos, you know, come in and like, hey, I really like what you do. Yeah. That was the epitome of that happening. And that's what makes me realize and think like, OK, I I this makes me enjoy Right, it motivates us, and I want to do this even more. So, yeah. thank you, Ray and Vaughn, for for reaching out and meeting us, and 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 we like you just as much. So, that was really awesome. That's my number Agreed. one. Very cool. Do you guys want to take one last guess at the um, dice puncher? At no. dice puncher or okay. bills? No, we got butthole. Already. Okay, the, the bill, bill one? the bills one is really funny because you were both talking very heavily about the game that this is. And then Natalie was about to. I'm like, oh, she got it, and she dinged in and didn't say it in the middle of both talking about the game. All right, so I'm gonna just, just give it away. Yeah, just give it away. Bills, 47 percent success rate means that usually the green team wins. Oh, nice. Right? Okay, oh, right? because Bills like, plays green. green. That was good. That's good. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And then uh, Dice Puncher is about a game that Natalie and I just played that Natalie fucking hated. Uh, it's in the cell pile. Uh-oh. Yeah, fuck that game. What was it? <laughs> Vengeance roll and fight. Okay, I'm like, you could have dinged in. But yeah. Like, Jeff, you can ding in now. Too bad. Well, <laughs> you basically like, told it to us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, vengeance roll and fight. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. We'll talk about that really, really quickly. Damn, that was my number one game I was looking forward to. Yeah. It was... Big letdown. Well, Natalie hated well, it. Well, Ryan so liked it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a goner. I did not like yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. If you want it, there's a geek list. 
Uh, it, yes, is, there is a current. There's the a bit out of currently. There was but. episode one and episode two, and Ryan really wanted to buy oh, both of them. And I was like, "You're." I was like, "Buy one of them because what <laughs> well, if you don't like it?" Bucks. Yeah, yeah. And so after we played it, he was like, I sh- "I'm glad I listened to you and didn't buy this." <laughs> well, because she one. was like, we were like halfway through, and she was like, "I fucking hate this." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm so Get sorry." Rid of this dumb game. And I didn't blame her because so you, you're rolling frantically <laughs> these dice. Yeah. And if you're just not rolling the dice that you need, the other person, because you're, you're a central pool of dice. And so we each start with four and you roll some and then you apply them and then you take more and then you roll them and apply them, and take more. But there's dice. There, it's like escape where if you roll a certain symbol, yeah. you can't roll it anymore. And so what happened in the first three to four rounds of the game was I'm rolling great. And I'm taking all the dice out of the and pool, and by the end, Nally has no right. fucking so dice. So then Ryan's got all. like 14 dice, and I have like and I was six having a blast, dice, and I'm, I'm like, like well, I can't do awesome. anything. <laughs> but luckily, on the very last turn of the game that switched and happened to me and i was like so this is what she felt so this, the entire so game this is why this like oh now, yeah, yeah that's awful and, and i mean bad. if it's a good game i can look past that after one play and be like okay this doesn't happen the all the time but like the rest of it wasn't that fun for me either <laughs> <laughs> she's not the good times were bad she's yeah. not wrong it wasn't it wasn't what i hoped it would be right. and so we're just gonna move it but See so you. yeah so that's it hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody